Hello and welcome to The Conversation Is. This is a new podcast where we comment on all things film, TV and pop culture. That's right. Uh, we're your hosts. My name is Ash Hughes and with me is Charlie Pitson. Hello. Basically, we're two giant nerds, film nerds, TV nerds, game nerds. We're basically fanboys. And what we do is we go to a pub, we go to a cafe and talk absolute crap about all this stuff. So we thought, why not record it? And if people want to listen, good for them. Yep, that's exactly right. Today, the conversation is Chase and Amy. Which was directed and written by Kevin Smith and released in 1997. Bang on, crack on. Let's do this. Expect a few tangents, because like I said, big culture fanboys, so we may go off onto other topics completely unrelated. But oh well, and we're going to start, so... Slap it on. Skadoosh. All right, and we're in. A little bit of trouble with the sound issues there, but it's fine. I love this intro music. Yeah. Oh, I noticed something yesterday. I was watching it yesterday. And oh, I seen one of these newspaper like cuts. A lot of them are like uh, parodies of uh, old Batman and Robin covers from, yeah. from like the golden era, which of course is just that that's Kevin Smith all over anyway, isn't it? Is there, do you know if there's a Blank Batman chronic, uh, like an actual comic book? There's got to be, right? Yeah, I, mean, I think so. Yeah, I think there's. I think there's, there's, like there's, a, there's, um, there's a Chasing Dogma one. Yeah. Where it's like yeah. in between, like what happens during Time Bob in between uh, this. Oh, with the, like the yeah. orang. Oh, it's this, yeah. The egg, Eggman from uh, Clicks. Ah, sweet. Yeah. yeah, okay. I'd never noticed that before. I was like, what the. F-? Nice. But yeah, I was in, um, yeah, in London, May, watching him and. Uh, he showed a clip from the new James Bond oh, reboot. It? Yeah. yeah, it was one with Ralph Garman in it. Wow. It looks. Yeah. Uh, I'm really excited for it because he shared quite a lot of like all the stuff from behind the production and things, yeah. things like that. Um, like I think on his YouTube channel, he's got something called like the Road to Reboot. Yeah, I've seen all that. Pretty interesting. I honestly can't wait. I think he said it's gonna be up like maybe October or November this year. And I was like, oh, fucking. I'm interested yes. to see like the amount of cameos in it because the original Jane Silent Bob had so many yeah, yeah. and he's come out and like said oh so and so is going to be in it like Chris Jericho's in it like yeah Chris Jericho Al- Chris Hemsworth <laughs> yeah why yeah. I, what, was on, I was on the Wikipedia page last night and it says um, uh, Missy's going to be back you know his wife Jennifer Schwalbach yeah yeah. yeah. oh well um, they're all back the three the all three girls yeah. yeah I don't think Eliza Dushku's going to be in it though you well know, yeah because Lauren like, ha- like haven't been acting like Shannon Elizabeth like, I'm sure she's like a professional poker player or something now yeah weird. <laughs> oh yeah and also look um, well there was a cast and it said Rosaria Dawson who plays Becky in uh, Clicks 2 but it just doesn't give her and I'm guessing she plays the same character so I'm yeah. guessing her and Dante are in it but Randall's not going to be in it and yeah, I'm like I'm so curious what the hell they're going to do I've read loads of things when because like, originally there's going to be like more rats to uh, yeah more rats to um, and then uh, Clicks 3 but then yeah. Jeff Anderson didn't want to do I think, and I think this is something with Kevin Smith as well because he worked with a lot of his friends like yeah. they're not they weren't actors like beforehand and I think some of them are just kind of sort of past it now like I know Dante was a bit of a problem when they were trying to make like Clerks 2 and 3 yeah. when I sort of wasn't really up for it but who knows and the thing is I think he's trying to round it off uh, with the viewer skewerverse because he wanted to do more rats too yeah and then I think his, his daughter was going to play uh, Brody's yeah, yeah, daughter but she, I think I'm so confused why she, they didn't put her as 
Brody's daughter in this because she's in the film, but she plays the, one of the new Van girls. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, I, I think they're just gonna try and he's gonna try and round everything off as much as he can with yeah. this film. Oh look, it's can. Scott Mosier, producer. Casey Affleck in the back as well. Night. Um, when they throw him out, he calls him Cock Knocker. Yeah, which yeah. He's obviously like Mark Allen's character in Saving Silent Bob. And at the time, I don't think the character existed in the comic books. Yeah, and so I, I, I wonder if like Brody's so like fuck this guy, I'm gonna put him in as yeah. a character called Cock Knocker. Oh, he's such a good actor though. Not gonna lie, about it. he started off skateboarding and yeah. Like, oh yeah, I'll fucking act. Why not? Does more right. He's incredible in more right. Like. I, with Kevin Smith's scripts, I wonder how, like how he writes them because, uh, like Jason Lee, it, the way he expresses himself, it, he just feels as if he's not reading the script, as if he's like yeah, improvising constantly. And I know Kevin Smith does not like improvising. Okay. Well, he didn't at the time because in the Tracy and Amy thing, they'd always talk about how like he got mad that they didn't rehearse their lines. Because ah, okay. I remember they were saying that they shared this like they said this like weird house like, some, like with Ben Affleck and that like slept on the couch and stuff. Uh, and yeah, he got, he got really mad at them because they were doing rehearsals and none of them knew their lines. And then next day they all turned up knowing their lines. Ah, I never knew that. Yeah, he's really he apparently he's really bad with it. He, he did the same thing with um he was telling us in the podcast uh, in London. He said um, the first day of shooting on reboot, uh, Jason Mewes didn't know any of his lines. Surprise, surprise. Yeah, I know. And cause pa- well, he said he said it was a shock because he said James Han and Bob Strike Back. He was like on it, <laughs> and at that time he was obviously on on the drugs. He's on drugs then, wasn't he? And now he's clean. So he was like, "Well, how can't you do the nines now?" Then, it's yeah. But Jason Lee's incredible. Yeah. Honestly. Do you mean he's? I don't know. He's. It just feels so genuine with him. But at the same time, yeah. like I can't help but wonder if these are things Kevin Smith has. Has like thought about for a while because he works in the comic industry. Like yeah. this whole thing about tracers, I, I feel that's something he's experienced with people who are like yeah uh, inkers and stuff. I know he's written he's written a few comics and he uh, did a yeah. few uh, Daredevil, yeah, he's done uh, like Green, Arrow, Green Arrow, some Batman, um, Green Hornet, I believe. Right? Yeah, the Green Hornet. Yeah, didn't he, he wrote he wrote a script for Green Hornet. Yeah, and they never got they made. Went maybe they should have <laughs> went with, yeah. And they should have went with that fucking Superman as well. Yeah, oh, with Nick no, Cage. No. no <laughs> you don't want to see that? No. In no, alternative reality, I'm pretty sure that from fucking As a ass. massive Superman fan, <laughs> I can tell you, pretty solid. <laughs> oh, he does look ridiculous with the hair, though. The long hair. I'd like to see... Look stupid. Uh, no, I, I wouldn't like to see anything about it. It just it sounds so... Not even if they had the script bizarre. that you could read. No. I'm pretty sure. No, I would like to read scripts. But it depends which script because I, I imagine Kevin Smith's other his than, original uh, one. And then what's, is the guy is the name John Phillips, the mad producer? I think so, yeah. And then like, Tim Burton was on it as well. Yeah, like I probably direct. wouldn't want to read the Tim Burton one because no, I'm, I'm yeah. not a big Tim Burton fan. I'd probably like to read Kevin Smith's, but because I'm pretty sure it exists. I'm pretty sure I actually downloaded it on my phone, but uh, yeah, there's some weird stuff you can find these days. Let's see if I can get it. What Have was you it ever seen Superman Lives? Um, yeah, Superman Lives. Superman lips are like. There's, um, there's a k- uh, script floating around for what was supposed to be Gladiator Two, yeah. written by Nick Cave. Let me tell you something. If you read any script like in the next month, yeah. make sure it's the Gladiator Two script by Nick Cave. Nick Cave. It is bonkers. Why is like he writing a musician Nick Cave? I I I don't know like the history of the Here story it is. behind it. Or I whatever. have the script. Yeah, oh, March twenty seventh, nineteen ninety seven. It's not ve- it's not formatted. Well, it is. Cause it's quite the same, mm. but it's a yeah. 
Uh, I'll get that a read later. I'll send it to you, man. It's, 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 it's probably fucking nuts. Yeah. I will read it. I'm not a massive Superman fan, though. No. I mean, no, I don't know. I, know. I, I, I grew up with Smallville. Do you mean I was that peak age where Smallville come on? I was like... Yeah. I used, to watch small, I used to watch Smallville when I was younger. My uncle used to watch it and he fucking loved it because he always... CW, yeah. isn't it? It's, it's all that... Yeah, like... like, like that tra- nah, like, Yeah, drama. It's so... Like mellow <laughs> The fucking that's ending, like, though. <laughs> that's my issue with, like, Arrow and the Flash shows and things like that. Like, uh, when the, the first years of Arrow come on, I fucking loved it. It was show, amazing. Man. It was so wicked. I think... And then once series three come around uh, when, the, when, the, when the flash like and then they made you have to you had to watch both seasons yeah the, yeah, the crossover exactly. episodes and then and then I found there's such a weird there's a weird like um when they had like they got was it Legends of Tomorrow and then Supergirl yeah. turned up and then yeah the cross like I watch the crossover every year um I try and keep up with them but it's just I, like I forget it's just you have to watch in certain orders because I know the flash airs on Tuesdays yeah, and then Arrows Wednesday or something. I so it like used to be Tuesdays, Wednesdays, but Arrows on Monday now with Supergirl. Ma- oh, okay. But because they're doing one last series of Arrow next year, and it's only going to be ten episodes. Uh, Felicity Smoke is gone, which I think is the right choice. Yeah, because I oh. think that's where Arrow sort of started to decline. Then what the whole uh, the, the whole couple thing? Yeah, I mean yeah. it just got a bit samey because it was always like, oh, we can't be. It's, it's typical superhero cliche. Yeah. Like, oh, I, oh, was I, I think I stopped watching it as soon as she got shot. And she was like paralyzed, and, and then I was like, "Oh, yeah. fuck this!" Trying to do Oracle with it. That's another issue. Yeah, I have with it, is oh. like a lot of Arrow is a lot just sort of Batman stories that they just yeah, just make yeah. Queen in. I do love it. I have the first three on Blu-ray. Um, I find it interesting that that's the only one Kevin Smith hasn't worked on because he's worked on like Supergirl. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it, yeah. I'm not sure if he's, he's in the Flash. Yeah, him yeah. and Jason Mewes play they security like guards, swap, yeah. swap roles. Yeah, swap yeah. roles, isn't it? <laughs> About that, yeah. yeah, I haven't seen that, but I've seen the clip. Yeah, and, and it's th- I think I think Harley Quinn's in an episode as well. Yeah, the Harley Quinn is. In oh yeah, the Harley Quinn is in uh, the Suicide Squad episode. She has it's Tara Strong. It's not like her, but it's her voice. Oh okay. You don't get to see it. You just hear. No, her I mean the Harley Quinn Smith now. Oh, the, oh your daughter. All oh, right, I think. That's yeah, no, oh no, yeah, <laughs> no, but the, yeah, that's yeah, that's true. Yeah, no. But yeah, Tara yeah, Strong Tara is Strong, in it, yeah. and also she's Harley Quinn Smith. <laughs> She'll have a Harley Quinn playing Harley Quinn. No. <laughs> I love this scene here where they um, where they talk about like Lando Calrissian and Star Wars. Yeah, like uh, again, it's because that's a genuine conversation you have with someone like when you're stoned and yeah, it's like fuck Lando Calrissian. <laughs> <laughs> I love this guy. I love him, man. Uh, Hooper X is so good. Isn't he? Such a great. I kind of what's what kind of a, what's his actual name though? Like in in the, it's, it's like in this. I know it's Dw- uh, Dwight Ewell. That's the yeah. actor's name, but I don't know his character's name apart from his obviously persona. Yeah, I think yeah. they, they don't even give him a name, do they? I, I know they call him Hooper. Um, I used to think it was Berkeley because when Berkeley. he stands on the podium, it says Berkeley. Berkeley, but yeah, that's but that's just yeah. That's th- oh, funny thing is, right? <coughs> this is like the well, the scene where his intro. Uh, his intro is the first scene I ever saw of the film. Oh yeah. I was I was eight years old and my uncle was staying at our house and. I've seen every film that he's done so far, but my mum won't let me watch Chase and Amy for some reason. No, and it's not even it's not even, it's not even the most raunchy one. This is one of the tamer ones. Like yeah, <laughs> I think it's I think it's got a lot more swearing than the other ones. Yeah, and oh there's yeah. a lot there's a lot. Obviously, Banky's quite homophobic, but yeah. Um, uh, th- this is like this is one of the things I think is great about the film. I think I think in every Kevin Smith film, or so definitely at least this and Dogma, there's always like a devil's advocate character. Yeah. And I think Banky is that in this. Like he's the worst extreme of 
of like a homophobe, like as extreme as it gets. Yeah. And it's like, I like, like in Dog, where like yeah, Chris Rock, where he's saying like, nah, God's black, and then you got uh, the woman who's like, nah, God's a woman. So you know, yeah, you yeah. always like to try and and God is an ass mindset. Yeah, yeah. I love that. I think he likes to have like a sort of I- extreme view of everything character just to try and portray things. Yeah. Which is why I think Bank uh, Hooper is great for him as well because he's sort of like the uh, the antithesis to Banky's character. Oh, this is now they're going to get the um, Archie comics. I fucking love that man. But again, this is like a real. It's just a real conversation. That's what. That's why I find funny, right? Because like, you watch this film. This is why I love it so much because these conversations are the kind of conversations you have with people. Uh, yeah. Exactly. And then I try writing stuff like this, and then I'm like, that's 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 just too. Yeah. Too, too mechanical like, and like. I'm like, oh, people, I talk about this all the time. We, we, we just have conversations when we put in like this. But it doesn't work for my scripts, but it works in this. Because obviously... That's I why like, I wasn't sure whether he, he, he writes a strict script or whether he just writes a guideline and just tells, like, just do what you want to make it feel natural. Oh, no, he definitely writes a script, yeah. yeah. I've read this script a million times. But there's like an like, it's like a, it's like a opening scene, which is not in the film, with... Uh, Steve Dave and what? Right. Yeah, what Flanagan? Tell them Steve Dave. Yeah, exactly. and so they almost do it in, in that scene where the, the guy who's uh, arguing with Banky with, and the other guy's like, oh, I call that a tracer. He says, tell him. Yeah. But like, whatever the other the guy's name he is. Was gonna, that was actually, this, that's the scene. I'm pretty sure he says, yeah, you're a fucking tracer. And he's like, yeah, tell him Steve Dave. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know, they, they could have, I think it's a deleted scene, but I have not seen the deleted scenes for this film. I haven't seen deleted scenes, no. I, I've, seen the, I've seen Trace and Amy, the documentary, and it's fucking great. Like, it's... Or oh, that and the snowball effect. The clerks, why have you seen that? In the making of? Yeah, yeah. That's amazing. Oh, that's, it's such a good story, man. It makes me want to sell my toys and buy a camera, but yeah. it's too attached. No, I get what you mean. This is something I noticed for the first time last night. Like I, I've watched this film so many times, but when I was going over it last night to do this, uh, I noticed the way she freaks out here as soon as he starts talking about like love and relationship. Yeah. He's like, oh, when about people in the car, and like she can't wait to get out of there, man. She's like, right, I'm gonna go. Yeah, she just fucking bombs out of the way. She's like, yeah. <laughs> but I was like, fuck, that's so true to her character. Yes. Yeah. As a character, where she's like, ah, let's not get into this. So I'm gonna go. Yeah, she fucking nails it, man. She's phenomenal. I've I've only ever seen her in uh, this, and the other film I've seen her in is Big Daddy. Big Daddy, yeah. I've never seen her in like anything. And more rats, yeah. Yeah, more and, rats. And she's in uh, she's Jane Sam. Yeah, she's in Jane Sam Bob. Yeah, because I know she used to date Kevin Smith, didn't she? I think around this time she was dating. Yeah, movie. that's why he put her in the film. Yeah, and then they kind of had like I think he based this film kind of on their relationship in a way. Hmm. Um. Yeah, they went up. They were going up. Yeah, so that's in the documentary. They were saying they were going out, and it's just really awkward because it was, it was kind of shot like ten years after this film came out, like two thousand well, two thousand nine. So it'd been like twelve years. So they got like uh, interviews of them talking at that time, no. but then they got footage. Well, do they? Have fo- I don't think they have any footage behind the scenes. I think it's just like a documentary. Where they just talk about how they made it, and like she seems really awkward about it, and he's yeah. like, yeah. And then like two years later, he's married with a kid. <laughs> yeah, it's nuts, isn't it? I think that's Scott Mosher as well, kissing on the. Oh no way! I think it is. Yeah, I think it, I don't know if it's if it's if him playing Will and Black. Mm, possibly. But um. Yeah, she's fucked off. Yeah. I don't like this bit though when they just come in, like it. It feels like a weird yeah, TV it's show. Awkward. Yeah, it's awkward. Yeah, it's awkward. Yeah, like you said, it's like an awkward TV show. You you can see on the script 
where, like you say, yeah, they enter. I think they should have switched scenes. I don't yeah. think they should have. And I think, like, it, it's because if you were doing that, you wouldn't just leave without saying bye to them. No, exactly. You know what I mean? Like, she should wait for them to come back and then be like, right, I'm going. Like, that's why it feels a bit... Yeah, just like, uh, and she walks off. And yeah. Banky and Hooper come on, and it's like, what? You missed it by about two seconds. <laughs> they didn't even ask about where she's gone. And she's like, oh, you... I mean, surely they saw her leaving, because, like... Yeah, they <laughs> She walks off, they come in into yeah. like within like two seconds. It's like, <laughs> that's ridiculous. That's probably like the only. Oh, there's that shot and the shot when it's raining. And it's known like that you can see David Klein, the cinematographer, yeah. and like yeah. the umbrella, and like you can see like one shot. And like, I d- it's, yeah, that's the only. They're the only two shots I just can't stand. Yeah, no film is perfect. No. This scene interests me because it's just like, it's so awkward between them. Like, but it's not awkward because it's like, like it doesn't feel awkward. But I think that helps in DU to them because it means you can tell they're really good friends. Yeah, I just like, I just love the uh, the jealousy, man. The jealousy, like yeah. Like, I, would you say? Do you think Banky's gay? Because they don't really met. They don't really. I don't admit know. It, do they? No, I don't think it is that. It's like, uh, I mean, you have met Dean. I mean, yeah. For anyone listening, Dean is my best friend. Uh, we've been best friends, much like Banky, since we were like fucking three, four. Yeah. I think it's when you're with someone that much and you've been with them that long as a friend, it, it's always going to be some sort of jealousy creeping in because... Someone's just taking your yeah. friend away. Yeah, I get you, yeah. And the whole gay thing is like, shit, I spent oh. so much time with this guy. That guy, the bald guy, it's Bob Hawke. Right. He's... Um, he's He's pretty much the guy, if, if it wasn't for him, this one would never get made. On the way? He's the one who found Clerks. Ah, like okay. When like uh, they, had a, they, they played in like a theatre, I think it was like the Alexandria Theatre in New York. Oh, that's interesting. And they were like playing like a Sunday night or something, and they were there, and it was like four people there, and he's like, there's one old guy in the front, and then it turned out to be Bob Hawke, and he loved it so much that he kind of, he has contacts with, um, I don't know the producer's, this is producer's name, but like he had into them, and it's like a... Um, uh, journalist as well, and right. they, they they reviewed it, and then they he managed to get them a meeting with Miramax. Oh no! So it like, and then obviously got played in Sundance and stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's it. We don't we don't talk <laughs> about we don't, uh, we don't talk yeah. about that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> nah, nothing to do with the wine scenes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah, so that's pretty much he's the he's the kind of the guy who introduced him. And then like I remember, I think it was in Sundance. Harvey watched the film, didn't like it, left, and then. He got forced to watch it again by one of the um, one of the guys who works in Miramax, and he loved it. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. So if it wasn't for Bob Hawke, this film would not get made. I make a joke, but I think we should just leave that. Where yeah. It is. <laughs> oh, <laughs> fuck. Leave that one. <laughs> but yeah, like right. This this bit this bit bugs me. Right. So they ask him to go out. Right. He puts his jacket on, but it's like, what is he going out now? Yeah. Or is he going? Yeah. <laughs> Because obviously, clearly, that's the fucking daytime. So he's just put his coat yeah, on. And he's seen to sit there for six like hours with his coat on, like. Like I said, I don't know if he. I don't think it is that he's gay. I yeah. just think yeah, that he he doesn't know anything else other than Holden. Like Holden is his life. He works with him. Yeah, he yeah. Out with him. So I think because enough people suggest that through the film, I, I think he starts thinking maybe I am gay. But he's not. Yeah, I don't think he is. He's very insecure, though. Oh God, yeah. But again, I think that's just because his whole world is Holden. Like, but at the same time, at the end of Gene Silent Bob Strike Back, he comes out the cinema with Hooper, and yeah. you know he said, um, 
Oh, what do you say, man? Fucking, it's it's pretty much, it's pretty much told you that he's gay. Yeah. I forgot about oh, that. Oh shit! Yeah, like aren't they together in it? I'm yeah, sure I think they, they are. Yeah. yeah. Sure it insinuates that in and also, yeah. like, oh god, yeah. Yeah, throughout the fat film, right? They yeah. kind of like talk about yeah, that. Yeah, you're right. Fuck, I forgot about that. Yeah. That ending scene, though. Yeah. They all come. Out, everyone comes to the cinema. Alyssa's coming to the cinema. Yeah. And she's with, uh, she's with the girl from Morats. Uh, yeah. Um, Trisha. Yeah, the one who's, who's like writing the sex book. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. Oh, Is that a sister? That. Trisha yeah, Jones. Yeah, yeah, they come out and it's. Oh my god, yeah, it's a sister. Like Holy shit. Oh my god, I don't know that. Yeah, and then like. Oh. Banky come out. Yeah, you're right. Fuck, I forgot about that, man. Yeah, so I guess he is gay. Yeah. Okay, solved. Done. Sorted. Only yeah. 28 minutes Good in. Yeah. <laughs> I, st- I want to get. I really want to find where that. You get that jacket from, though. Like, hence why. Kind of got the same thing going on here. If I had the, if I had the cap, I'd be banky right now. ASOS should go back to what they used to be. Yeah. I want the Bane coat. The Bane coat, yeah. I off because I'm way too skinny for that. But Fuck it, just... Want it. Fuck it, just get it. <laughs> yeah. I love this well. scene. Hey, you fucked up my cabbage patch. Hey, lady, fucked up my cabbage patch. My best friend fucked a dead guy in the bathroom. This, this is like I don't like. Like, why? It just feels weird. Like, oh, I can tap dance. Cool. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I just I love this. Like this. This film is like the film that like links all the Fury School films together. Yeah. I know Jane Silent Bob does it, but it doesn't. Re- it, yeah. It's yeah. like it's the. It was supposed to be the um, ending, wasn't it? Because at the end, the credits. Last Mars shuts Bob, the, shuts like the, the book. Stanley, like the watchers of the. Fury yeah, Scoo yeah, bits. and they just turn up everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. Because he said when he did Jane and Bob, oh, I'm not going to revisit these characters anymore. And he didn't for like, what, five, well, only five years. Yeah. And then he did Clerks 2, and then he hasn't touched on them for quite a while. It's been about 10 years. They did the, the, what's that cartoon film they did? The something groovy. Uh, yeah, I haven't, I haven't that. seen that. No. no. I need to get the Blu ray of that because I, I keep seeing it in CEX and it's like mm. three quid. I'm like, I might get that. But I don't know. I'm not, I'm not a big fan of the art style of it. That's it. And it just means yeah. over the top because Cock Knock is in it as well. And he's just like, what, it's what a bit the fuck? Fan isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I really wish he did Clerks 3, though. She's in she's in uh, Dogma as well. Yeah. She's the, um, I think it's the coach station or train station clerk. When uh, uh, Matt Damon and Ben Affleck try to get a tra- yeah, train, and then yeah. obviously then Jason he turns up behind them and he's like, supposed to be incognito. <laughs> <laughs> Getting on fucking coaches. No, it was a train, yeah. Because they shot the guy, they shot yeah, Scott Mosier. Like, yeah, that's it. Yeah. I, I don't like this scene, it's weird. It feels awkward and a bit forced. Yeah, but. I, I don't know if it's her voice, I don't like, I don't know. Or her singing voice. Yeah, I don't know, it just, I don't know, it takes me out of the film a bit, it just feels a bit weird. It is a good scene, though, for like, like, you know. Yeah, I get, like, I get. I to kick in the story. Yeah. I guess the point across because obviously the girl comes in then and it's like ah oh, shit. But and he thinks he thinks uh, she's singing to him. I, but yeah, and I think like the way it's all framed, like she's singing to him, and then Banky comes in, which is like that's their relationship. Because when they get together, yeah. Banky comes in, causes problems. Oh yeah, and then he has the, com- the, the conversation with like scars and stuff after this. Ah, isn't like it? Jaws. I love that scene, yeah. and it's like a tribute to Jaws. I don't mind this. Yeah, her voice is a bit weird, but. And get past it. It's yeah, such a it's such a weird Kevin weird. Smith film, though, isn't it? Yeah. Like you watch, well, I mean, Clerks was 
kind of similar. Think it's because it's not as not not as funny. It's not as not many dick and fart jokes. Yeah, it's not like stoner comedy. You know, it's not as goofy as uh, Strike Back. I like this year, like the way the woman comes between them because that is what's gonna happen. Like the foreshadowing and yeah, the woman comes. Yeah, this Ooh. is what's coming. Like I noticed loads of little things like that last night when I was watching it again for this, and I was like, ah, oh, shit, yeah. man. I didn't manage to finish it last night. I, got, I think I got halfway through, like four in the morning. I was like, <laughs> oh, I have to go to bed in this one. I got to the uh, the cafe scene. I was James Dillon Pop and I was like, I'm, I'm calling it there. Yeah, such a long oh, fucking scene. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking maybe like, uh, you know, the hockey scene. Hockey scene, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I got to the cafe and I thought, like, I blew him, Mark. Cody fucked me. <laughs> I think it goes on too long. I yeah. think that's my issue with this scene. I think it could be cut a little bit shorter. Yeah. Because I think we've obviously got the point now. I love that shot, man. Like, he's dancing, him. she's dancing, yeah. and they've, like, she knows it's about her, and he thinks it's about us. Oh, good as fuck. Like, I find it weird how he's gone and then just hasn't realised. Like, he's only met this girl once. <laughs> Look at him. What's he doing? <laughs> yeah. Why is he... <laughs> oh, my God. He's such a fucking weirdo, man. The, uh, the, uh, this is something I wondered when I was watching, uh, like, the scene later on in the rain, where, like, I'm not sure if it's mentioned or if I, I'm just picked up on it. If Holden's like ever been in a relationship, yeah, like, I, obviously doesn't seem like does it. Women, but I don't know if he's ever been in a relationship, so I'm wondering if that's part of it as well. Oh I man, this year, like the sirens, the sirens, like, yeah, as it, as it would be in your head, like oh, it's like Kill Bill, isn't it? Yeah, and <laughs> <laughs> man, Jason Lee absolutely kills that. I know. <laughs> oh man, to be fair, I think this is Ben Affleck's best film as well. Mm, no, uh, I think it's don't think so. films. I don't know. I think he, I think, yeah, I think it's because he's not like all Ben Affleck. He's like a new actor at this point, isn't he? He yeah. did like Dazed and Confused, um, More Rats. Yeah, no, I, I think I might agree with you. I mean, like, I'm not a massive Ben Affleck fan anyway, so fair. Like, I don't watch a lot of his films. Like, most Ben Affleck films I watched are Kevin Smith films. Yeah. Oh, Armageddon, because that film Armageddon, is fucking yeah. great. And he's the bomb in Affleck. Uh, bomb in Phantom, sorry. Fuck that up. Yeah. The line from James Hyde, Bob. <laughs> fucking asshole from menswear or men's stuff. <laughs> with a shock stick. Fashionable male. Fashionable male, that's it. I don't think you ever see this woman ever again. No, she, it's a very, like, I don't know. It's like, are they together? Or they just yeah, like it's a bit awkward, but because she, like, she, does, she has, like, three lines and she's just really awkwardly there. Yeah, and then... And and she's then not a great actress. She's not, in, yeah, she's not in the rest of the fucking film either. No. She's... Just threw away like a parking ticket. <laughs> yeah, I watched this with my mum once, and all the way through it, she was like, "Is that Amy? No, is that Amy? No." no. I was like, "Just please, like, watch the film, about yeah. Amy because Amy. She, she's not a, like a person." It does confuse people though. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like, like yeah. The amount of people I've I've met who like watched this once uh, or twice, and they just think like she's Amy. Yeah, I used to think that when I was a kid. Mm. I was like, "Oh, her name's Amy." And it's like, "No, her name's Alyssa." Is like, Amy her like nickname? Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's this uh, Kevin yeah. S- Kevin Smith is fucking girlfriend or whatever. I love this because I think it like I think a lot of these like questions he asks and things uh, how a lot of people feel like I think that's the oldest. like you, you can see it when people who aren't have never been around uh, you know like LGBT people yeah you you can see them like you say like. Banky does where he's just doesn't know what to fucking say, yeah. Like awkward, yeah. And again, even though, even though one of his friends is is openly gay yeah, as well, exactly. Like but I think he's uncomfortable with that because obviously he's, it, you know. But again, it's because it's it's 
it's different to him. He's used to it far because of him, like maybe male mainly. He's fine with actions being around it. With the listen now and the legend thing, that's new again to him. You know, yeah. it's like oh, this is something new. And again, I think like I said, Kevin Smith always tries to do like the most extreme versions of characters. Yeah. And like the questions he asks, and he's so like crude and derogatory. So how old do you reckon these characters are then? I don't 20s, think they ever mentioned. Like maybe. What, 25? Because they all look about 35. Yeah. I think it's because of the I think it's because of the goatee. It makes him look really fucking old. I think he's only about... Uh, he's about 1970, I think. Or 1972. I think Ben Affleck ages quite well, anyway. Yeah. So Jason Lee, to be fair. Oh, yeah, Jason Lee, yeah. I think they're about... Yeah, I think about 50 now, so look. Ben Affleck, 72. Oh, okay. Jason Lee, 70. So he's 49. So you would have been what? Forty-nine. Would have been uh, twenty-seven, twenty-eight, twenty-seven, twenty-six when they made this. So yeah, right. Nice. Fuck, that's not far off. Uh. Man, that's my age. I'm twenty-five. Yeah, <laughs> I'm twenty-three soon. So. Fuck. <laughs> that's nuts, man. Cause I I we have we don't have conversations like this, but we hang out like this, and it's just yeah. it feels like they're way older than me, even though like it's not far yeah. off. But I like this scene because it, I think it's quite intelligent, the dialogue, because it's a very uh, serious conversation. Like, yeah. the way they're talking about the, the sex and, you know, women giving direction and things like that. It's a very genuine, deep conversation, but you also look past it because it's quite crude. Like, the language yeah. is so, and the, the things he says are so out there and just ridiculous that you forget that it's an interesting conversation. Yeah. Because I felt like that, like, you know. <laughs> Why didn't you, you know, give me some directions, tell me what to do? Yeah. I think everyone's <laughs> felt like that in bed at some point. I, I, I will say I've never had an injury during sex. It's quite like Banky and, and Alyssa there. Yeah, there's a big stream around there. I, <laughs> I don't know where you got the influence from that. I can't no, I don't know what they're doing or how they're doing it, but... Well, they do mention, the, well, like... Yeah, these these shots remind me of clerks. Not because they're black and white, they're just yeah. the way they're shot, like... Like, um... Kind of like Ant Man, where the guy does the like the bat flashes, but it's his voice. Yeah, and, and they all talk. Yeah, oh, that's so fucking funny. That that's is. a great scene. I wish they did like a recap where he recapped the entire MCU in Endgame. They could like brought. Ant yeah, like when they you know the new footage, they didn't yeah. put that in there, and I'm like, oh, they really could have done it that. Man goes there, and when he says like s- talking to Steve, he's like, oh, my friend caught me up on everything, and then cut to like a flashback of Infinity yeah. War, but with that. Apparently, I've heard it's going to be in the DVD. They've actually yeah. got um, Michael Pena to actually oh, no recap way. the entire MCU. No That's way. what Kevin Feige said, anyway. Oh, that'd be amazing. I know, man. I really want to. It's, it's yeah, been like a nine-minute video, good. like, I'm just talking fucking shit. Like. That'd be so good. Would he do it in release order or chronological order? That's the question. Because, mm. obviously, it'd probably be chronological. I imagine, yeah, I imagine chronological would make more sense. It's like, first, there's this guy, Steve Rogers. I think because <laughs> the average audience doesn't have a clue with the release order of the Marvel films anyway now, yeah. so I think it'd be easy to just do it as the narrative is. Because uh, I'm really hoping Taika White, they get more Taika Waititi stuff yeah. in with Marvel. Like because like, oh, oh, they're doing a Thor 4 now, aren't they? Yeah. Like well, Thor Ragnarok, man. Oh, such a good film. Uh, like, the first two Thors are kind of mad for me. I'm not a giant Marvel fan anyway. Yeah. 
but Thor Ragnarok was just incredible. It's impossible to not like that film. Yeah. And have, have you watched his commentary on it? Seen bits. Oh man, it, the, the Blu-ray is worth buying just for the price. I got the four. I got the four K Blu-ray because so I'm a fucking. It's amazing. I keep forgetting that like they c- they come with a Blu-ray and I mm. that's all the special features and I end up just watching the film and being like, oh, there's no commentary on this, and I only just yeah, it's I'm a fucking sh- Blu-ray version. Like if I remember rightly, I'm sure his like four-year-old comes in and like interrupts him and he just uh, yeah, it's so good. Yeah, is he is he on his own or is it him and Chris Hemsworth and I can't remember. Uh, and maybe remember Tom Hiddleston and stuff. Um, I can't remember. I'm sure it's just him. Like I said, because his kid comes in and he's like talking to his kid, it's so heartfelt and just funny. Man, I, I love Taika Waititi. I, I, if I could, I would give him everything. Yeah. Like everything, just make him, get him right everything. I hope he does. I wish, like, if, if James Gunn wasn't coming back for Guardians, he I think he'd be, be the yeah, best option. Absolutely. Oh, God, definitely. Yeah. That's where. He's I got the weirdness, isn't he? And, he got yeah. and also, if Thor is going to be in the new Guardians, which I'm not. I can't help but wonder if that's what the plan was. Yeah. Because obviously the end of Endgame, I mean, try not to spoil it, but it's, it's, it's been it's been up for two months now. Can't drop, got, if you haven't got James Gunn, let's put Thor in yeah. Guardians and then get Taika to do Guardians. That way you're doing. That's me so confusing because like, Guardians what's that going to be about now? Because he Thor has nothing to do, well, and obviously now I know, uh, Peter Quill obviously he's going to look for Gamora. I don't like what they've done with Gamora. I don't like, I didn't like that. I feel like we lost a lot of her like character act because of that yeah like i mean the whole relationship between her and quill like the way it builds especially since the second one like where she dances with him yeah I, that's all gone now do you know what i mean i, I feel it's a bit of a i haven't read anything about like i know uh apparently Guardians three is going to end the character arc for rocket yeah um, that makes sense He's, yeah, he's he's probably the only one who's been in every single that's what i imagine his plot is going to be in some way i like I wonder if, because Adam Warlock was introduced in the post credits. Yeah, he might I turn. I can't up. help but wonder if the plot is going to be, and this has been just pulling it out of thin air, if. Because Rocket's like genetically engineered yeah. and things like that. I wonder if whoever worked on Rocket also helped build Adam Warlock, and maybe that'll be the link. Yeah, well, that was the. Um, the gold people. Uh, what are they called now? Fuck it. God knows if I know. DC, I'll tell you all day, but Marvel. Yeah. yeah. And I wonder if that's going to be like the linking thread for Rocket's plot because I don't see how they can link Adam Warlock in otherwise. No, that's true. Well, he, they, I think they made him to just, like go after the Guardians, but yeah. they might, they might have been wiped out as well with a snap. So. No, that's true. Yeah. But then obviously they get well, snapped back, back in, yeah. so it doesn't mean fuck yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> Means I nothing. I wasn't too fast on Endgame. It, I don't think it's as good as Infinity War. Yeah. Yeah, I think it misses a lot of things for me. But it was a fan service film for sure. Oh, absolutely. But like, no, no, I, I appreciate it. Like I said, I just don't think it's as good as Infinity War was. I think yeah. Like the whole Hulk stuff, I didn't like that at all. Didn't like Professor that Hulk. Uh, nah. It, they were like building towards it, I think. Like they, 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 they had a whole like thing with Ragnarok. I feel like they just dropped it in. I feel like they wrote themselves into a corner with Thor not coming out in Infinity War yeah. and they did no advance for that and it was yeah. just there you are there's Professor Hulk here's a throwaway line to explain why yeah you it's been five years as well so yeah I, mean, I, won- I, I wonder if we're going to see like prequel films that are due like in doing the five, five years, years. That, that's, that's a possibility man. because you there's do a lot a, of that a Ronan film see. would be fucking amazing yeah because my theory originally was that like 
so at knockout, the Hulk was like embarrassed because mm-hmm. Thanos had beat him. So he was like, "I've never had my ass kicked before, and I'm embarrassed." And I yeah, and also he's supposed to be like a toddler's age as well, isn't he? Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah, like a temper tantrum. He's, he's only he's only now. Yeah, he had a temper tantrum in right now, didn't he? He's just yeah. like, Ugh. I mean, uh, I mean, the whole point of the Hulk is he's constantly having a temper tantrum, but yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't know. I wasn't too fussed on the whole Professor Hulk thing either. Probably go back onto the character <laughs> yeah, yeah, rambling for fucking <laughs> ages on Marvel. If we were watching Endgame, that would have been a perfect fit. But yeah. that's the plan. I'm hoping to do all, all the MCU films. That's a stretch, though. I mean, like, see how this fun. goes. Like, yeah. like, do you know what I mean? Like, this could this could come out awful, and we wouldn't even know because I can't. Im- like, I'm not monitoring it right now. Yeah, yeah who cares? <laughs> oh well. This I'll again is yeah. another like great intelligent discussion that's sort of hidden. Yeah. By a little bit of crudeness. Yeah, with the fisting thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's true though. I, I've, I, I, we, I've had conversations with this in college, didn't we? Absolutely. You know, I've, like, absolutely. All the time. Yeah. Because um, oh, who's it? Uh, oh, I can't remember their name. Never mind. We used to hang, we used to hang up on on uh, what was it F block and at the top, and it was fucking like fifty of us at one point, wasn't it? Yeah, there was <laughs> so many of us. The conversations we'd have, friend. If I could, if, if I could remember all that, like, yeah, this bit. You gotta be kidding me! <laughs> <laughs> How? That's a good point. Let's see my fun knows it. It hurts in a good yeah, way. I mean, Taddy's really good though. Yeah, yeah. He's like, ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> like I, I think like he really likes it. I don't actually eat them. He's not using it for sex. He just really likes it. Oh no, it's it. not absolutely not that. But it's it's such a good. It, that's mean it's a very genuine love story. But because of what happens there, like the montage and things, like I've got a few yeah. notes on that. But um. Does um, Jersey Girl remind me a bit of this film? Oh, I don't like Jersey Girl. You don't like Jersey Girl? It's the one film I, yeah. I fucking love Jersey Girl. It's a bit bland for me. I haven't seen it in years, but it's this bit, he pulls up the porn from the fucking bag. Like. Yeah. But again, I wonder if this is like, ha- like covering up their sexuality more as well. Yeah, because I've, like I've noticed, you know the, the scene where that he's inking and that he's drawing? Mm. You can see on the left side of the shop, the magazines are there. Oh, is it? Oh, on the desk, yeah, yeah. Ah. Yeah, I forgot to mention that. We were going to ramble yeah, about Marvel. Like that's, that's such a weird thing to do. Like, it, to have them there on display, almost as if someone can go and go like, oh, you've got poor man, he's definitely straight. Yeah. And yet he's trying way too hard to, like, cover it up. <laughs> oh, doesn't he, like, talk to a kid about it as well? He's like, yeah, opens he gives one, like, he opens up and, like, shows a kid. Yeah, yeah, it yeah, is. <laughs> Why is the kid just walk right up to him, though? Hi. <laughs> this bit, uh, this bit pisses me off though. How he just bombs his friend. Bombs right, yeah. That's me. I totally understand it. Banky's whole. Yeah, like, for this point, but like. And the thing is, because like Alyssa said, doesn't even say, "Oh no, just you do do this." Yeah. She's kind of like, "Oh, come on, hang out, yeah, whatever." And it it goes back to what you about like Banky's whole world revolves around Holden. Like his job, Holden's fifty percent of that. You know, like yeah, they're going to do a work thing. He can't do that unless he's there. Do you mean so? What has Banky's got nothing without Holden? Yeah, that's like true. He's got no job. He's got no friend. Do you mean his whole world is just too wrapped up in him? Uh, well, where were they going again? I really can't remember. Is it the just meeting to get the like, animated show? Yeah, thing? with uh, Brown Halloran and Matt Damon. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Yeah. But they do go to that though, don't they? No, that, that yeah. was earlier. That already happened. Uh, they're going to. A c- oh yeah, yeah, that's right. They go to some sort of con and he because he says con, don't yeah. mention the cartoon in it. Oh yeah, she's, she's, she's not yeah. to mention it because I think 
I feel like we've just been talking about Marvel at the time. I just yeah, couldn't remember yeah. what the fuck we were. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, See, like, like a colon or something like that. Because hmm. I'm not sure if it mentions in this or if it's like in uh, maybe Jay and Silent Bob or one of the films, but like I know that they seem to be in this, but they split up and stop being sort of friends. Yeah, because obviously Holden, rights, so Holden is in his own yeah. as well, and then he takes the rights, he sells yeah, them for the movie. The catalyst is because of this, the animated show, and like he's for it and Holden's yeah. not. They don't do the animated show. I think they're actually doing it in the end. I don't even think they just get the film made, don't they? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I wonder. I sh- this is why I want, man. I like. I know Brody's gonna be in reboot, but I really, really hope that they like. This is a sneak peek of like maybe like Ben Affleck does come back. Yeah. I know like they, have, they, have, they don't really, they don't really speak anymore, but like. Apparently, it was because of Jennifer Garner, but I just think that's bullshit. I don't know. I, I Ben Affleck's one of those people where you hear a lot of stuff about like. Not always good. And yeah. So I I know because I mean, it hasn't he like recently been in rehab? So for like he's an alcoholic. Like alcohol. yeah, yeah. I mean, and that's when you hear things like that all the time. Like I said, it's to not get into it too much, but like with his brother, you hear sort of not nice things. Yeah, his brother had the, the allegations yeah, in me. Yeah, you hear yeah. things like uh, with Ben Affleck. So I mean. Maybe it's best for Kevin Smith to sort of distance himself from that a bit. I but he mentioned. I think you're going to mentioned. Um, he said that like he would want to work with him again. Yeah. I think he said he just he just doesn't really speak to him anymore. I think it's just like it just I drifted think, apart. I, I guess. Ben just got things going on. Yeah. You know, I don't think he speaks to many people anymore. I think he's got. We're just hoping, just cross fingers, isn't it? Yeah. Like it'd be great. It's just to turn up as Banky. Uh, not Banky Holden. Yeah. I, and I, I want Banky to turn up again because like if he's playing Brody, then why can't he play Banky? Banky. Yeah. Because I know apparently I think Jason Lee retired. From acting, but then I saw he did a few things like I mean, the last yeah, few I mean, years he's always going to do Kevin Smith a favor, isn't he? Oh yeah, because he. I'm just I, hoping he, he, said he said he's going to leave a few secrets. I'm really hoping it's something like, you know, Banky and then Holden maybe turns up, and then maybe because it's not really our entire film, he did get Jess, uh, Jeff Anderson to play Randall again, and he just well, haven't yeah. they haven't announced it. I mean, I'm not sure how it works because like the whole rights thing as well. Like I don't know if his character he's not allowed to use or. No, like he's that. got he's got access to all his characters now. Uh, Oh no, Puff and Dogma. You can't use anyone from Dogma unless ah, it's right. Jane Silent Bob. Because yeah. I think. Looks like uh, is, it, is it New Line Cinema? I think they own the rights. Yeah. Or I don't know. So, this is where we see Holden start to fall in love here. Yeah. Uh, and this is where the film gets me, uh, like, on a personal level. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because, and first of all, my go to move for first date is the arcade. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, I get that. Yeah, I get what you mean. But. Not to get too smushy or anything. My opinion is that with love, like this year, is so sweet. Yeah. They're love like, they're like just they're just like good friends, aren't they? It's, it's yeah, like that, exactly. It's like you can see she's falling for him at the same time as well. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Do you mean like that? You can you can see them spending time together. Yeah. And like I say, love to me is is like experiences. Yeah. Like when you're in love with someone, uh, like if you break up with them, you don't remember, like you don't remember having sex. I mean, you remember having sex with them, but you don't remember like specific things or, yeah. You know, if you say like, oh, I remember when you used to date so and so, and you'd be like, oh yeah, man, I remember when we went to this concert this place, yeah. or we went to see this film. You know, you like you remember experiences. Not so much like the little, yeah. the little bits like that. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and that's why I think this film does well. It shows. Ask them to experience some things together. Yeah. Like the hockey match, I mean, I know it goes south, but still, 
rather than just them just sitting in the room talking and, and falling in love like that. Mm. It shows us them doing things. And I think that's what like helps yeah. create that is this connection. The bit, is this the bit where the, the, the Santa Claus and... Also, right, what is that T-shirt? Because it, it looks like it Shazam. It looks like, yeah. But it's not, is it? Because I, I don't think... It's the dot at the bottom. The dot, like yeah, yeah. I want the T-shirt, though. <laughs> Shazam. <laughs> Fuck, man. Yeah. Shazam will always be my Captain Marvel. Yeah. Ah, uh, well, yeah. <laughs> That's fair. But again, like I said, like, I'm a DC fan, I'm a Marvel fan. I've been a DC fan since fucking Batman, the animated series. So, yeah. to me, it's just... I've always been Marvel. Marvel. I I grew up yeah. with Daredevil and Spider Man and Spider Man was the shit. Like he he, he was my boy. Like yeah, I, uh, the animated series, man. Spider Man animated series. Was so and good. obviously Mysterio is yeah. I'm the looking forward to. Ah, I, I'm so fucking chuffed that they finally brought Mysterio into a, into a film. Yeah, and it's fucking Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, like of like, all people, I mean, it's like oh, it's of all, like of all the Spider Man characters to put in a film. Yeah. Shit, man. You you could go like Doctor Strange crazy. Like yeah, Mysterio. I mean, you could put that like whole building bend and stuff in. It, it could be so good. And like, they might actually be something like a little bit like that because yeah, when you see that, the potential that's actually out tomorrow as well. So it's a midnight release tonight. Yep. And I haven't got a ticket, and I'm like, want to go. It's ten. Yeah. It's only a fiver as well, so it's kind of tempting. Yeah, and d- when he, uh, you've seen the trailers, right? Yeah, I've so seen the trailers. You've seen where like uh, I know what happens. I read mentions. the pl- I read the plot. I couldn't be bothered to wait. I was I, I was like fuck this. I know Same. I know what happens. <laughs> yeah, no. and I'm not gonna mention it because obviously I read it on when I read it, but I didn't mention whether he's lying or not about the multiverse thing. Yeah, it didn't say, and I was wondering whether because I mean, like, I don't think it's a spoiler to say that if you're a Spider-Man fan, you know Mysterio, you know Mysterio is, is a fucking liar. Like yeah, you know. So yeah. I mean. We haven't seen it, so I don't think it's... He's a great fucking liar as well. spoiler to say that, you know, no, he's yeah. going to be a bad guy. Yeah. And that's when I don't know if he's lying about the multiverse or not. And no. I, I, I'd like him not to be, because I'd love that to be how the X-Men are introduced. Yeah. But at the same time... I, I think the multiverse is 100% real, even though... Because I don't think they can prove it in this film. Yeah. Like even if he's lying, it doesn't he not lying about a multiverse? Yeah, exactly. I mean, he might be lying, but it, th- yeah, like you said, he could still be right. Like I don't think anything like you know the elementals or any of that are from this multiverse, but I think it exists because obviously you know the fabric of reality's been torn through the snap, and then another fucking snap, and then another fucking snap, three snaps. It's gonna fuck up like oh some yeah. shit like, stuff, and that's really. the best way to bring in the uh, the Fantastic Four, yeah, uh, and or uh, Norman, Norman Osborn and stuff. Who's Reed Richards? Uh, I've seen thing, uh, John Krasinski, seen and John I think Krasinski. I can't see anyone else now because he just um, and Emily Blunt as you know. Sue I've Storm. seen Keanu Reeves mentioned. What as fucking yeah. really? But I've also seen that he's in. I think he he's getting the Eternals out. I think he I think he'll be in that, or he will be a villain in Doctor Strange two maybe. I don't want him as a villain, but because of just Marvel's track record with villains, like. Yeah, I don't want him to they've known some villains like Thanos, Loki. Yeah, you know. I mean, Hela was good as well. Hela was amazing, but again, that's because Kate Blanchett. Done, she's done. Know, I'd like, I'd or is she? Well, it's, yeah. it's Marvel. Yeah. Anything can happen. I don't know. I I I'd prefer him to be a hero. But I hope so she. I hope know she's, that yeah. he's gonna like. We're gonna see more of him. Yeah. But I've also seen that he's been mentioned for the Eternals with like Angela Jolie. Yeah. And uh, Samhaya in it. So I don't know. Uh, What's that? Yeah. Was that a different film? Um, 
I can't remember what I've seen. Angelina Jolie's confirmed. Uh, I can't remember the guy's She's confirmed. name. And They're shooting that this year or next year. I think the guy's name is like Kumar or something. He oh, Kumar, Na- oh, Nanjiani. Um, yeah, yeah, he's in The I Big Sick and Silicon Valley. He was in the, the first Twilight Zone. Right, so, but yeah. I think those two have like 100% confirmed. He signed is on. funny as fuck. And then I think Salah Hayek and Keanu Reeves have been mentioned. Yeah, that'd be a good find. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Angelina Jolie. What if, what if, what if the Eternals? What if they introduce Adam Warlock into that then, uh, as like maybe a villain instead of Guardians Three? Um, uh, and then maybe Keanu Reeves plays Adam Warlock. I think maybe that'd be sick because Adam Warlock obviously is it, it starts off as a villain, doesn't he? And then he, he yeah, obviously, and is he kind of like an anti-hero now? Like, like uh, he, he goes so, in and out because yeah. he's not, he's not. A- any villain who becomes popular eventually becomes an anti-hero. Like, yeah, like Loki. Yeah. I mean, Venom, Loki... Well, Loki was only a real villain in, in uh, Avengers, and that's because he was under the effect of the Mind Stone. Yeah, but they always th- th- that's always inevitable. I think maybe Guardians will lead into... Yeah. Oh, this is the scene, isn't it? Yeah, this is oh, the, the scene. The scene. Yeah. This is the halfway point, I think, where ship goes down. Yeah. I, I, th- I absolutely love this scene. Like, the acting is so good. It's a really long scene as well, isn't it? Yeah, but... I think that adds to it, like... Like, really long dialogue is such a Kevin Smith thing. Like yeah, but the way, I don't know, just the way he expresses her love to her, it, it just it feels so real. Like, yeah. it feels like they fell in love. It's the perfect way to do it. Making this film, and he's like, this is real for him, it's so good. Although some of those rain shots were a bit sketchy then. <laughs> Fucking Ben Affleck. He was a great Batman, I'm a bit upset. I re- yeah, I loved him as Batman, he was fucking amazing, man. He was a really good Bruce Wayne. He was phenomenal. I mean, I, I was one of the doubters, but when I fir- saw that first trailer that came out with um, Batman vs Superman where he runs into the building, yeah. I was like, that's the most Batman fucking thing, thing ever. Like, yeah. ever. That's, and I was in then. And he's fucking hench as well. Oh, he's ripped, man. Like, him and C- Christian Bale was good, um, but I don't didn't like his Batman. Yeah, I, I, liked I his find Bruce that's Wayne. always the problem. Like, there's always you're either a good Batman Bruce or you're Wayne good Bruce Wayne. Or you're a good uh, same, w- same with Michael Keaton. He was an amazing Bruce Wayne. Yeah, but I don't like the way he looked. I think he was too old looking as Bruce the Wayne. Y- yeah, the like, suit's too plastic as well. I mean, yeah, Bruce Wayne's like cause Christian Bale was like, um, like lean when he like lean muscle. Yeah. Like, cause I know Batman Begins, he was fucking massive because he did the Machinist I and then he was like skinny as fuck and then. I'd love to see Michael Keaton as like an old Batman. I know people float that about constantly, yeah. but uh, a Batman Beyond film where Michael Keaton is Bruce Wayne would be insane. Yeah. The only other person I'd like if they wanted to really go for it with a Batman Beyond film would be Clint Eastwood as an old Bruce well, re- Wayne. Really old Bruce. This is Bruce Wayne, no Batman. Yeah. And then obviously like he takes on a younger like Terry McGuinness to be the new Batman. Yeah. But Scott Eastwood. Oh, Yes, oh. that'd be Scott great. Scott and Clint Eastwood as Batman Beyond. Get it done. What do you think of Rob Patterson, though? I mean, I, I've never watched any of his films, so I, I've got no right to judge. I mean... He's a really good actor. Like, take Twilight out of the picture. Yeah, I mean, the only thing I've seen is, is Harry Potter, but I mean... Oh, and Harry Potter, yeah, yeah, but I, I don't mean, count he's that. He's in it yeah. like, 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 10 minutes. I, I've literally got nothing to say, because I've seen absolutely nothing of his. So, I don't know. I mean... If he gets ripped, then good for him. Because that's my thing. I don't like a skinny Batman. I like no. Him. But he's young, though, so he doesn't have to get too big. Yeah. Like he can get, do you know what I mean? But I want him to be, like, uh, Chris Hemsworth size, at least. Yeah, like Otherwise, Ragnarok style. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't expect him to be Henry Cavill, where he's just a fucking 
monster. Yeah. But I want I want him to have definition. I want to see his top off, and I want to see his pecs, yeah. and I want to see his six pack. And yeah. That's fine. I think that'll be fine. Yeah. I think he'll nail it, to be honest, man. If it's gonna be a, a younger Bruce Wayne as well. I mean. Like, if they're going to go, like, in a Batman Begins type of thing, but leaving a little bit younger than that, like... Yeah, I can see him being, like, a, a pulling off the broody quite well. Oh, yeah. I just... I, I don't know if I can see the aggression in him. That's... Like, Ben Affleck's Batman, you could... He, he was angry. You could yeah. feel, like, the anger emanating off him. But I just don't see if... I don't know it if Bob Patterson can do that the fucking writing was a fucking atrocious, like... Yeah, yeah. Like, Affleck's Batman made me feel like I didn't want to be in an alley with him punching me. No. Whereas I don't feel Pattinson could... Yeah, he'd just be sparkling. I feel like I could beat Robin <laughs> Pattinson in a fight, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, but Ben Affleck, no. <laughs> Basically, uh, yeah. fuck you up. Like. Basically, that's what I'm trying to ben say. Ben Affleck, yeah, would still fucking kick my ass. Yeah. I mean, Mallrats kicks Brody's ass. In yeah, well, he, he was massive in that as well. Or was it just because he's got the fucking... The suit is just way too big. You know, it's like a little boy wearing his funny, dad's suit. It's manager something. of fashionable male. It's like, you can't get a suit. But it was supposed to be like 90s. So he's, I reckon yeah. it's supposed to be like, oh, he's still bringing the 80s clothing back. Like, Yeah, it's, it's, this scene is really fucking long. I think it's like seven minutes long. Maybe ten, almost ten minutes long. It, it's phenomenal. Like I said, the, the way he admits to love. Because um, like I said, I'm not sure whether he's had relations before or not. But she has, I mean, in no one's symptoms... Either way, like he says to her, um, I'll be forever changed because of who you are and what you meant to me. Yeah. Like, that's true because she has. She's educated him on, like, LGBT stuff. Yeah. She means sh- sexual stuff. She's literally educated him, changed his world. So, of course, he's going to have those feelings for her, you know? Yeah. And this is right as well because he, he also, like you said, it's... It's unfair for you to tell me. It's unfortunately fallen in love, but it's unfair that you tell me. I think it's just a bit weird that she didn't like tell him anything about her past at all. Like, I, it's fair because it's a private thing. But I like, mean, yeah. Or do you think that she's afraid that he'll judge her? Because obviously he fucking does later on, doesn't he? Like, and that's when uh, they that's when they have the that's when they kind of split up. Yeah. I think it's a bit of both. I think because like in the car park where she says it's the past. Yeah. I think she generally just is Over past it. it. Yeah, she doesn't give a shit. I, I like yeah. that. I like, I like the way she thinks as well. It's like, you shouldn't be judging people on things they've done before, innit? Absolutely. Like, oh, God, yeah. Uh, unless you're Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> <laughs> Bringing that back. Um, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, don't talk about that. <laughs> but it is it is unfair to say because like, he hasn't thought about, like, his. he knows nothing about her life. You yeah, know, he, he doesn't really know this girl. Like, he doesn't know any of her friends. Like, later we see it where she's she's with all her lesbian friends, and and they judge her a little bit, obviously for on the, on the, the yeah. man. And like you said, you haven't even thought about how. Like, you don't this know where I don't change they, my yeah. world. Like, I'm gonna like have to tell people. Well, I, you know, I turns out I'm with a man, and and he hasn't thought about that, and it is quite selfish. Yeah, which I think I think Holden is quite a selfish character overall because, like you say, he doesn't think about Banky and the whole blunt man and chronic thing doesn't really think about what's going on with uh, her and her, like her, her personal life and again later when he finds out all the, the the sex stuff he's too concerned with himself like oh my god people are criticizing me because you've done all this whatever yeah and I think I think the core of holding is that he's super selfish this is another scene I think one of the first things I saw as well like 
I'd never seen the film all the way through. I'd just seen bits. Like, I get going in and out and, like, yeah. yeah, this and the... That's, like, Kevin Smith. Not so much this like, I'm fine, but, like, you know, like, back in the day where you'd, like, 14, 15, yeah. go to a house party, like, Jane Silent Bob would always be on in the background. Oh, yeah, like, hands down, yeah. Like, that sort of... Or Pan Up like, Express, like, yeah, later on, like, like, like always. My car, like, do some, oh, fucking... All that sort of film, I mean. Like, yeah. I saw so much of Jane Silent Bob in just bits and pieces. Yeah. But I didn't watch it for ages, but because I felt like I'd more or less seen it. I first, I watched the entire film uh, with my mum when I was eight. <laughs> and, yeah, that was an experience, to tell you that. I had no idea what the fuck was going on, because obviously <laughs> I was eight years old. She was yeah. laughing, and I'm just like, uh, okay, I don't get it. I don't know what this And then when I watched it, I was like, what the fuck? Why did she let me watch this? But at the same time, I'm glad she did, because now I'm, you know. Yeah. It kind of changed your life a little bit, didn't it? Like, this film is what... This is kind of the film that made me want to do film. Like, I watched this and I'm like, yeah, oh, shit, I mean, like, I've always wanted to do this kind of thing. Absolutely. I mean, Kevin Smith, uh, it's, like you say, it's because of the whole story behind the Clerks thing. It's just... Yeah. It's phenomenal. It's Nuts, so, man. Like, I don't want to say he's lucky, like, because it's not... He's phenomenally talented, but it's just... Man, that's one in a million, like... Chance to like just oh get yeah, and like Bob Hawke just sitting on it in the yeah, front of the cinema, like if he wasn't there, like, nothing. Kudos to him, man, because he he absolutely just nailed it. I know like people haven't liked his newer stuff. I liked his new. I didn't like Yoga Hoses. I didn't like Yoga Hoses. <laughs> I like I really like Tusk. I like Tusk. Tusk, Tusk was, was fucking nuts. bonkers. Yeah, yeah, it was amazing. Michael Parks. Plus, I mean, he's given us new things. Do you mean you can't criticize the guy for fucking? And also, didn't being he? Original? Didn't he? Absolutely they, not. They had idea for Tusk through through a podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, with uh, with the Wallace and the Carpenter episode with, on Smodcast, I think. Yeah, uh, like, I just like Taika Waititi as well. I, I'm a big Taika Waititi fan, but because, again, it's a similar sort of story where he's self-made, mm. original ideas, like, uh, What We Do in the Shadows, I think, is he, um, he one won of the best films Taika I've seen. I think he won an Oscar for a short film. Short film, yeah, maybe. like, like I found out the other day, called. Peter Capaldi won an Oscar for I know. a film. Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, and that, that was, was like, like his first ever, something. like, yeah, like and that's it. no one before He's it. Yeah, never been, never been to the Oscars after that, I think. It's mad, isn't it, man? Yeah, fucking uh, Martin McDonough. Do you know yeah. the guy who did In Bruges and Sound Psychopaths? He uh, won an Oscar for Six Shooter. But again, that's that's another sort of thing where They it's all win like sh- for shorts. Yeah, but because that's what I mean, they're, they're so original ideas. It's like, the Hollywood system is so broken. It's yeah. so broken. Like, uh, I, I've seen recently... I think it was yesterday, like, uh, they announced the Little Mermaid casting as Melissa McCarthy as Ursula, which I think is fine. Mm. But I've seen a lot of people tweeting, like, oh, it should be this person, that person. I did not see that at all. What? And a lot of the people they mentioned were people, like, I've never, ever heard of. And it's like, I, I don't think those people who are like that understand how the industry works. Like, they're not going to bet that $100 million film no. on a lead who, who, who else is in that no one's heard who's of. Playing, who plays Eric? I I, I, I can only imagine I Henry Cavill would be perfect for that. He kind of uh, might, might be a bit too old because I think Zendaya is playing. What about, Air, what about Ariel then? Zendaya, I think. Yeah, from the Mary Jane from Spider Man. Um, but yeah, like the ind- Hollywood system is broken because it's like, uh, unless you've got a, a last name that's relevant. Yeah. Not to bring back creeps, but uh, Max Landis, like you know, our yeah. Max Landis films keep getting made. They're absolute trash. No, but yeah. it's because he's got a last name, and that's been f- to see people like Kevin Smith, Taika Waititi, uh, just break in with original ideas. Yeah, like, In Bruges is one of my favorite comedies. It's so in good. Bruges. That's what we got to do. In Bruges, so good. Yeah, 
Do you remember? It's just watch that and probably idea. at least once a fortnight. Oh, it's, mate, if not once a week. I quote that Fucking film at least two or all three the time. Times yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's so good. That's just, that's probably my favorite Madonna film. <laughs> you know karate. <laughs> Brilliant. Oh man, the fucking I got the I got the screenplay on. I bought the book of it. Oh, is it? Yeah, I and I got so three funny. billboards as well. Amazing. I haven't seen Seven Psychopaths yet, but because I, I was put off by the reviews, yeah, and then I just never went. I didn't back watch to a few because when I came out, I was like, oh, I, I always like Colin Farrell, mm. and then when Colin Farrell's doing his Irish accent, his Dublin accent, I'm like, oh, that's funny, man. He's so. F-. And I watched him Bruce only for the first time maybe two years ago, yeah. and like, yeah, my parents watched it years ago, and they asked me if I wanted to watch them, and I was like, no, nah, it's too, it was too British for me at the time. All right, okay. And obviously, Greg was like, British films are actually really fucking. I, I think. I mean, I. I I think British comedy is amazing. I mean, Ricky Gervais is just my god. I yeah. mean, I could talk about The Office forever because I just love it, absolutely love it. And The Office film is amazing too. I, I wasn't a fan of Ricky Gervais until the uh, same like two years ago, and then I think I watched Humanity when it came out on Netflix. Humanity's so. And I was just like, this is a mon- funny motherfucker. Like, I'm gonna watch all the shit. I, I'm still not a massive fan of The Office though. Like, uh, it's too cringe for me. I I, I, I don't know what I just, I, I don't worry about it. I just I, and he throws the fucking shoe over the building and he's like, oh yeah, like what the fuck? Like, there's people like that as well. Uh, yeah, like, no, but that's I mean, that's why I love The Office because it's, I, like, like, it's so like I even in school I knew kids like fucking Gareth Keenan. Yeah, like I mean I'm sure the vast majority of people who will listen to this, if anyone, know the US Office, and obviously Gareth is the equivalent uh, of Dwight. Yeah, yeah. And actually, I knew I knew kids like that. Do you know what I mean? Like I, I know, yeah, it. I know people like him. Not like yeah. not so much like Dwight because Dwight's a bit more. No, obviously that to the ultimate extreme, but still. And because I watched it when it was like on TV with my parents. I mean, I was like yeah. maybe six or seven. When was it like two thousand? So I might have been six. Yeah, and I didn't understand it, but there was just certain things in it where it would just absolutely crease me even then. Yeah. Like uh, when they do the. Like the group training, and then he brings in the guitar and hit and <laughs> Ricky Gervais. Uh, yeah, I've seen that one, yeah. Martin Freeman and uh, Mackenzie Crocker all just singing. Uh, mate, that's so funny. Like, I hear that in my head. Yeah. I mean, it's incredible. I might have to try it again, if I'm honest. I love like, it. Absolutely love I liked, um, it. I liked Afterlife, and I tried watching Derek, and I did like the first two episodes of Derek. Derek is phenomenal. I think Derek uh, changed... Mm. Ricky Gervais Derek, nails it as Derek, doesn't Yeah, it? I think that's where a lot of people started to change their perceptions of Ricky Gervais, because I think he wasn't well-liked sort of much before that. No, I know. But I he's, think written a lot of, he's written a lot of films as well. I mean, he's written and, and directed. He, he did uh, yeah. Benjamin and Lion. Um, yeah, I've Ghost, Lion, Town, Ghost Town. Yeah, yeah, Ghost Town. Uh, special Correspondence. That was fucking shit, though. I watched that. I didn't like that. Yeah, it's all right. It's... Eric Banner is great in that. Yeah, but it's, he's, he's just that right, I suppose. It's yeah. just, it's just like okay, the cast is great, but the film is like. Yeah. I think sometimes that actually works. So if, if the cast is amazing, the film is still shit. You're like, oh whatever. Like that's why, even, I didn't really like Yoga Hoses, but I did like the dynamic between Harley Quinn and Lily Rose Depp. Yeah, I mean, I, I, but I think that's because they're friends in real life, and that yeah. comes across. I just didn't like the whole. I don't know, Yoga yeah, Hoses it just, just feels like a, it's just a really bad, like, sort of Sharknado type. Yeah, you could have done it well if it just focused on, like, maybe, like, it's like the like a spiritual sequel to Clerks. Yeah. You just kept it like that. Yeah, in that sort like of indie, scene. But he, he, yeah. he's trying to, like, branch out. I'm like, oh, okay, it w- I think it would have worked if it was just maybe them working in the convenience store and exactly, pretty much the exact same as Clerks, but with, like, two girls. Two girls, yeah. Yeah. Clerks 3. Clerks, yeah, that could be in Clerks 3, and then Dante could have turned up and... 
Like, you know, it could have been like... Like Dante owns the shop now or something. Yeah, they could have shot in a quick stop. Like. Yeah. But then again, they turned up in uh, Tusk when they, in the, they, they were in. That's true. Because uh, Justin Long bumps into them, doesn't he? Yeah. Like we've been talking about other things. and <laughs> yeah. I don't know what fit we're on now. Oh, the... Yeah. Now we're in six in and totally lost. <laughs> Fucking hell. Probably 25 minutes is just talking about yeah. Marvel. Tangent about Marvel and directors. <laughs> oh, I, do, I think, oh, Lester Jones is going gonna, is gonna to appear in reboot as well. Uh, ah, right, here we go. This is where it all kicks off now. Finger crackers. The yearbook. Yeah, the little bit they have, um, what's it, I can't remember the guy's name, but he was, he was in Clerks as well. The guy who talks about um, her name, uh, you know, how she got the name Finger Cuffs for her. Oh, like, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, like, um, Coey or... Coey, yeah. Coey London and... Oh, yeah, Coey London. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Rick Darris. Rick Darris, that's it, yeah. Fucking Rick Darris. I wonder if those are, like, real people. Like, like yeah, because, like, those. Rick Darris is in Clerks. Yeah. He's the gym guy, and he, he tells, he's like, oh, you can stand with his other way. And he's like... And then they talk about, like, he, how he, like, uh, salt cigarettes with a little girl, and they're there, and <laughs> Yeah, him and... I wonder if he purposely looks like fucking Marty McFly. Yeah. With the, like, is that intentional? He, him, I can't remember his name. Him and um, Ernest O'Donnell, who plays Rick Darris, they had like um, like an improv comedy group with oh, Kevin Smith. Yeah, when oh they were yeah. in high school. And like that's how Kevin Smith started doing that writing yeah. and stuff like that. And then like he was going to be playing, I think it's him. Might be someone else actually. But I think they're going to get Rick Darris who's going to play uh, Randall. I th- and then I think then Kevin was like, no, I want to play Randall. And then obviously he gave to Jeff Anderson. Because yeah. I know Ernest O'Donnell wasn't a good actor. And like, this is, If you watch the um, the behind the scenes on Clerks, Snowball Effect, you can see that him reading out and he, he doesn't... He, he just he's like really mechanical. Like, yeah. yeah. And then Jeff Anderson's just like so natural. like, And he's got that voice, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he's got a unique voice. He's the type of person where if he was voicing like an animated character, you'd know it was him straight away. Yeah, if you watch the animated clerk series, that was good. And they got the lost scene as well. They put the f- there's a version, like the 15th anniversary version of clerks. <laughs> you can put the lost scene in it. It's when they go to the yeah. funeral. It, it like kicks links. into the animated bit. That's oh, pretty cool. I don't watch it because it just feels out of place. But it's a nice little deleted scene. I find things like that hard to find. Like, uh, have you ever seen like the Friday films? No. There's like an animated series of that. That was. Alright, it wasn't great, but it was alright. But I find like animated series of spin offs are just really hard to find. Yeah. Like to watch again. Like there was a Napoleon Dynamite one. But you just I, you can't find it anywhere now. Oh. Do you mean it's weird? Not even like on like a Blu ray. I mean you you could probably get it on eBay, but it's not like you don't see it like talked about or like mentioned in association with the film or anything like that. No, I get it, yeah. Like I like like say like with clerks, I bet ninety percent of Kevin Smith fans haven't got a clue that that was like a thing. Yeah. I don't think I know anyone like Banky though, like the way he acts and treats people. And that's probably because I'm probably the Banky. <laughs> 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 As they say in it, like if yeah. you, if you, I make friends like Banky. Ah, oh, shit, I am Banky. <laughs> I mean, I dress like him for starters. I love this scene, man, because this is right. What Hooper says here is so right. I mean. <laughs> This film is what got me past this sort of thinking where he's like, every man wants to think that they're the first man, that they're like the discoverer and done the yeah. first time. 
And that's true, absolutely that's true. Like when you're like 18, 19, and you're with a party, like, oh, like, oh, you want to be the first to do this, that, or whatever, whether or think you're the first. Mm. That's such a childish way of thinking. Like, it's so juvenile. That's the way. It's it's funny how like they're like twenty six and like, yeah, they still like, haven't they still haven't yeah. pushed past through yeah. that stage. I mean, you're absolutely deluded if you think at the age of twenty six this girl is fucking what just laid there and been gone down down on by like girls. I mean, absolutely not. Everyone's yeah. explored their sexuality. Get over it. I think he's. I think it's because he hasn't experienced it, and he's just yeah. Like plus, I, mean, I think he's just so conservative. Just jealousy. Yeah, like he's jealous of her for experience and stuff, but he hasn't. He, she, he's never been in a relationship. I mean, as long as they mention it, and then Banky's obviously jealous of him because he's losing his friend, and it's just that's pretty much what I take from it. Like this guy is just like the middle ground, and this guy knows his shit. Yeah, like. he's he's the voice of reason, and he's right here as well about the like uh, the split between like the lesbian community and the gay community. Yeah. Into subculture cattiness, as uh, Holden mm. puts it. I th- like. I I sometimes forget that this film it, it was m- like 1997 because yeah, so a lot of the themes and uh, what they discuss yeah. are still relevant. Some of the like now, words as well they use. It's, it's, yeah. it's, 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 it's like you cannot say that now, yeah. and I'm glad you can't say that now because I just it, it does like when they say the f word, I don't I I don't know I just find that I'm like oh yeah. yeah. And especially the character of that. <laughs> I love this one. It's fucking Malcolm X. Like, <laughs> I, th- I I can't help but wonder if this is a slight dig at like media in general, like yeah, public uh, portray- yeah, yeah, public portrayals and shit like that. And he shakes his head and then like. I think this is Kevin Smith's way of saying don't trust big fucking rich people and well, media. He's like the black man is God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, that's the thing, he has to do that. Like, yeah, to yeah. Get, uh, it's, it's, but that's I mean, it's still so relevant it. today. I mean, it, this film still speaks to issues that are going on today. It's so good. Well ahead of its time. Later, like. Yeah. I really hope he's back in it as well. I love him. Ah, he's, he's such a good he's in, um, He's in Dogma as well. Hmm. He's the, um, when they go to the strip club... He's one of he's part of, he he's one part of the, the crew. The he's the one. He's the one who's like, like he, yeah, yeah. more. He's the one like nudging them and stuff like that. That's him, yeah. The gangsters. Ass fucking great man. Fucking dog man. Because uh, when they were making Superman Lives, uh, John Phillips, the nuts producer, he said he wanted him in it. He was like, oh, he's got to be Brainiac's dog or something like that. He Brainiac's. Went, yeah, yeah. He went. To the, he was like, oh. He invited him to the premiere this one. He was writing. He was like, oh, you've never seen the film of mine, so yeah. he might as well come along and see it. And then he talked to him after, he's like, ah, oh, the black guy, he's amazing, he's amazing, his voice is great. Mm. He's like, we need someone like that in our film. And he was like, he went there then to write him in as Brainiac's pet dog or pet cat or something like that. Is that a real character? Or is it just like, no. just like and let's, then give, let's give like, Brainiac yeah. a fucking cat. And apparently he said to him, like, oh, we need a gay fucking R2-D2 or something like that in this film. And it's so weird. Yeah, that film died, didn't it? Had died quickly. There's a documentary about it, you, you should watch it. It's yeah, I've heard about that. It's I haven't so seen funny. Isn't is there like in there's in the Kerry Smith in that as well? He in, he's obviously yeah, like Kevin Smith, isn't it? Everyone was involved in the making Nic- of it. Nicholas Cage is he in that as well? Uh, I, d- I think Nicholas Cage might be the only person who isn't. What's it called? Super the death of Superman Lives. Death. Yeah, the death. Yeah, I'm gonna check that it's out. It f- came out last year. No way. Oh, it's on Blu-ray. I'm gonna have to. Uh, 
No, it's not. No, it's not. This is a different film. This is Death of Superman, which is an animated film. Yeah, that's uh, that came out recently. Not very good. No. Which is shocking for DC animated films because they're normally like pretty wicked. Yeah. Because uh, the sequel's coming out as well, which is uh, it's gonna have like Cyborg Superman in it. It's basically following the Doomsday comic. Yeah. Oh, there it is. Yeah, 2015 documentary. Uh, yeah. John, Batman John Hush Schnapp is also coming out. Tells into the story behind the proposed film directed by T- Tim Burton with Nicolas Cage starring as Superman. See, I really wish I could have seen that. Oh, mate, honestly, it's it's incredible. There's a bit in it where they, because all of this is basically this producer guy's fault. Like, like I can't remember. Nicholas Cage only RK footage. John Peters. John Peters, yeah. yeah, yeah. He, he's just insane. He's nuts. He's a former hairdresser. He what did he do? So he was Barbara Streisand's hairdresser, and then I think he got in like a relationship with her. Yeah, he he said, yeah, Star yeah. is born, no notes. Yeah, so I'm and then he like he made a Star is born with her, and like became super rich, and yeah. then he bought the rights to Superman and Batman. Ah, so for he, like he cheap. He executive produced Batman Returns, Batman. Yeah, he owns the rights. And he did Superman Returns and Batman Steel. Yeah. And a Star is born. Justice League and Batman Superman too. Yeah, he produced that. But it's, it's only because he owns the rights. Yeah. I think he bought them in the sixties for something stupid like two hundred dollars, like ridiculous, ridiculous. Well, cheap. for the rights of Superman. Yeah, I, well, honestly, I'll f- I'll find out now. But it was mad cheap. But because they thought obviously Superman and Batman were never gonna. Yeah. Be important. Oh, this is the reveal now. That's such a funny line. Well, Currently at the hockey game where he's about to confront her about her past. I love she's so calm about this as well. Like, like, yeah, but she knows what's like. like she's what trying he's to doing. say it like in a way, not, not make him. It's great that they've done it like this as well because this is everyone's nightmare to have a confrontation like this in public. Oh yeah, you know what I mean, yeah. Like, ah, oh, I can't imagine it. Like having an argument in public is awkward, mm. but when it's like about intimacy like this, it's just uh, it's your worst nightmare. And here, I think she's winding him up now because yeah. he knows what she's doing. He doesn't all like it. Look at it. Look at yeah, that's mean. I think she knows. She's fully aware at this face, point, yeah. and she's just she's a, yeah, she's taking no shit, taking yeah. no shit, man. And good for her. That's me. I li- I like this. That's this is where I think the, the film is a little bit ahead of its time because, I mean. There we go. That's that's Rick Darius on the right of Ben Affleck there. Sweet. That's not actually Rick Darius, but that's the guy who plays Rick Darius. They all look staring. That's been a sick. You. I don't think th- this bit probably was not shot at a fucking hockey game until the actual hockey game scenes. <laughs> He's not a good actor, is he? <laughs> no, but that's funnier though. Do you mean that? Yeah. That's a little bit funnier, I think. Oh man, it's so awkward. Like it, I just couldn't imagine it. <laughs> the fight as well. That like. Correlation yeah. that as well. No, but it's like the contrast and yeah, the yeah. knockout punches when she's like, I fucking blew him. Oh, Chloe, fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just yeah. such a gutting scene though, isn't it? Oh, it's, it's heartbreaking. Why is he so intense? I just mean, I don't get what he's, like, I, I don't understand this. Is it his insecurity? Is is he angry? I, no, I it's definitely, know. it's because he has no experiences that she's had and he, he, yeah. doesn't, he doesn't like the fact that she's more than him. It, yeah, it, it's a little. It's not like a, I don't think it's a sexist thing going on there, but it, it's. No, I know. I, 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 it does go back to what uh, Hooper was saying about like the first man thing. Yeah. But I, I, I don't know. I just feel like at this point you should be over it. Like I, I get it. Like I mean, I think when you're 16, 17, you, you are. You're like. Argh. He's um, at the point in time before you know he told her he loved her and then they got together. 
he thought she was just a lesbian. Yeah. So he thinks that he's the first. Yeah. And then when he finds out like this, he he, he he's like, no, 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 no way, because she's always been a, she's been a lesbian. I mean, and he's like, no, she's I bisexual. I, I, I am of the opinion she maybe should have said, I haven't always been lesbian. I mean, yeah, but at the same time, why she what she wouldn't have to? Like, yeah, it's not it's yeah, not exactly. his business, really, is it? Exactly. That's where I think like this they've film been they've been dating for probably maybe yeah. a few weeks, a few months. Like, it's something she might bring up later on, but like, yeah. why should she? Like, there's I th- I feel like it's something that would just casually come up as well. Like, you know, like the bar scene where they're talking about it. Yeah. I feel like it would be very easy, like in real life, to casually go. Oh well, I haven't always been. Yeah, oh, this one guy. Yeah, I've experimented, but. I got a finger I'd cuffed, like yeah. But I think she wants to leave that behind because I don't think she's. Im- I think she's probably slightly embarrassed a little bit. Yeah, I know. I get what you're saying. Like, I mean, like she doesn't have to go into detail, but I, I definitely feel like she could have mentioned that at some point. Like, hmm. I, I haven't always been. At the same time, fuck it. Yeah, like and like you said, she also shouldn't have to. Yeah. And th- uh, this is where I think this one's ahead of its time. Like, here where she says they didn't use her, she used them. Yeah. That's absolutely right. Why? Why can't women? He was meant for sex, do you mean? And that's yeah. where I think this film is very. Also, she was young. She's just yeah, like, trying like things out, isn't it? Like, why, why? I mean, yeah. it's easy for us to say now because we're living in the sort of enlightened age. Yeah. Where you know we got decency. Yeah. But at this time, I mean, it's still it's a bit stuff, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, mean, if you look at episodes of Friends, they're the same. Have you noticed? Yeah, exactly. Like, you know the way the way Ross treats women as well, and it's like if, yeah. if it was now, it obviously wouldn't be the same. But at the time, it's just, but it's, it still isn't right, obviously. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and I like Alyssa as a character because she's fucking wicked. Because she doesn't care. You know what I mean? Yeah. She's like, she is what she is. She's done what she's done and she carries that and she's fine with it. And this scene is so genuine when she's crying here. Like, you feel it. It's so good. Oh, that's such a Because they, they had an argument as well, didn't they? Well, yeah, I mean, so. it, as much as a dick as Banky was, yeah. I think Holden sort of has to admit he was right now. Mm-hmm. I mean... His attitude about it wasn't right because he was, like I said, he was a bit of a dick. But he, he was right. She did have a past. Yeah. And it's, but I like, like, this is where Jason Lee really comes into his own because you can see his facial expression here that he's, he's not looking for an apology and he's not like no. gonna drop like, oh, I told you so. He, That's why he's such a good friend as well. Yeah, exactly. It, it, I mean, he's just feeling empathetic for his friend and. There we go. The fucking scene. The funny thing about this, right, on the Tracy Amy documentary is that, you know, Kevin always gets annoyed if his actors don't know their lines. He forgot his and he too. forgot his own fucking... Ah. Yeah, he kept <laughs> fucking up. He's just like... Oh, Brilliant. Yeah. Amazing. It's amazing. It's, it's, he, he said to himself, he's like, oh, I used to hate myself when I was younger because I just... I was always just a dick to people when they didn't remember my lines because obviously, you know, he's quite. He said he said he's quite. He used to be quite insecure as well. Yeah. I think he said he puts a lot of himself into holding. I get it. Cause like I said, I, I, his dialogue is so good that to me it feels like it's not like it's not scripted. That's what I mean. It feels like it's all yeah. Just and it's, it, it, but it is like severely scripted. Like yeah. go off fucking. No, but it's like it, it's clever. Yeah. Like I get why he's like that because as long as they do stick to his script, then it is probably going to come across really well. Yeah. It's a weird introduction though for uh, James Hannah Bob, though, isn't it? Yeah. Like, like he's like he, it kind of feels like he threw him in, like, like not last for no, minute, like not, yeah, yeah. Like this was a reshoot to add him in. Yeah. <laughs> he's so fucking violent, isn't he? <laughs> he looks so young here, man. It's weird. Oh, he's so crude. Oh yeah. <laughs> Huge. Huge. <laughs> I like how he's just created like a term. I like Jane Bob because 
everyone knows someone like this. Everyone. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just right there. Everyone, like, man, this probably would mean nothing to most people listening, but, like, yeah. you know, Castle Gardens? Mm-hmm. This is everyone that used to know. Ca- yeah, there's Gardens, always man. fucking one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There was, like, f- 20 Gs on there. <laughs> I was going to drop a name, but I'm not going to drop a name of someone we know, but... Oh, okay, fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> like, I get that, though, man. Like, I've obviously never been in a relationship with someone who's got, like, a nickname and is notorious. No, yeah. But I couldn't imagine like being in a cafe and someone knowing your girlfriend because she's got a very promiscuous reputation. Yeah. Like it would be a bit irking to say the least. Yeah. Oh, so what, man? Oh my god. Oh, like, slap him in the face. Something yeah. little fucking whiny little bitch, man. Just. Man, just take his own fucking advice. Like ah. Oh, so some really shit in your cereal. This is where Hogan gets really unlikable for me. Yeah. Like a. Li- but that's also because I like her so much. I'm just like, yeah. oh man. I don't know. He just, I, like, I don't know. He just bugs the shit out of me. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's not. It is a little bit because it's Ben Affleck as well. Like, yeah. <laughs> I yeah, don't know yeah. why he just. No, has you're a right. It he is. Just it's has the like casting. Oh, yeah, you're right. But I think um, Mirror Max wanted um, David Schwimmer. Uh, no, I couldn't see it. Yeah, this, nah. but he knew this from Nils. The you know he's basically playing Ross at this point, didn't he? Like, yeah. You know. I don't. I don't think David Schwimmer could pull off the. It was gonna be uh, David Schwimmer. As Holden, John Stewart as Banky. Yeah, I know. John Stewart also appeared in Strike Back, mm. and I can't remember who was going to play Alyssa. And he fought for it, and the reason he got them is because he took a reduced budget of uh, quarter mil, and obviously the budget was something like ten, fifteen mil or something like that. And I remember it's, it's all in the documentary. You got to watch it. Yeah. And he's saying that Scott Mosier was basically just like, just couldn't deal with it and he, he pulled it off obviously at the end like but he was so pissed off he's like we can't do this for 250,000 like what, what yeah. do you mean like I mean such a cheap you made film like that, I think that's the thing like that might be a little bit of a crutch Kevin Smith has, has laboured himself with because he's indie I think he's like I don't give a shit this, I mean, the film I want to make I don't want you to have don't David Schwimmer playing fucking Holden fuck that yeah no. like he wants his friends because he know he wrote them for his friends he said yeah, exactly. Affleck, yeah. I wrote this film I mean, I get that. Like, when I write like I said to you before I have people in mind specifically when I write characters yeah and it's gotta be the same with him do you mean there's no other way around it like I it's just yeah, yeah like, like, like Koei in this there's no way 100% Koei is based on a real person he knows do you mean he yeah. knows someone like that because you can't write the character like that it just is yeah it's always probably someone who that's probably an actual thing of the finger cuffs thing it's probably yeah. someone out there yeah absolutely who had done you know yeah. from New Jersey like New Jersey legends is yeah. this the first time he ever speaks mm, no he does speak a lot he does speak a little bit in clerks he says um, uh, most girls don't bring designer to your work most of them just cheat yeah. on you I think that's exactly the right words but Every time well, that's, that's his only line in that, and then in more rats, um, he says something about the force. Oh, yeah, he does the Jedi uh, thing, yeah. doesn't he? Um, Jedi is not adventure, or something yeah, like something that. Like that yeah. line. And then he has this monologue then, which he kept fucking up, like when he was filming it. Uh, it's such a good monologue because it's right. Like, it's, a, it's everyone's felt that. Like, I mean, even now, if, if when you're with someone, at first, when it, it does, for whatever reason, it does always feel a bit shitty when they tell you, oh, whatever their past is. Yeah. But it's only like strangers, though, just isn't get it? Like over if, it. If it's someone you've known for a while, then maybe you get together. 
you know enough about yeah. them. But like, if it's a pure stranger you've met in a bar, and yeah, then exactly. you think you know nothing about them, but you fucking don't. And then they're I like, oh yeah, I've no. done this, and, you're, and then you get really mad. Or and especially when it's like, or if it's like someone you know, like I think that's maybe his issue is that it's because he knows the men as well. Yeah, he knows. Well, everyone fucking knows her. Like everyone yeah. he knows knows her. Like yeah, she's exactly. like she's like this icon in a way. I, so I can't say the right word, but do you know what I mean? Grinding. Yeah. It's like an urban myth. Like, do you mean? This I love how he just keeps pour. He just keeps eating sugar. <laughs> he's, he's pouring it into his, his tea, tea, and he's just eating it. Because he doesn't know what the fuck he has to do. Like, he's just like, I don't know what to do. He's talking, and I'm like, like I'm not yeah. the one who's talking. <laughs> There's apparently like a thing about the thing he eats sugars because obviously he was on drugs. So he, yeah. Yeah. I mean. Fair mm. though. He's, he's a good actor. He's phenomenal. That's I mean he's just natural. He's got this like natural charisma, and you, yeah. you can't hate him. I love him. Uh, well, I we were watching. Um, he started doing this thing called What's in the Box with Jason Mew, where he just does unboxings. Yeah, yeah. And I was gonna watch catch up on one the other day because my TV downstairs has got YouTube on it, mm. and I was like, oh, do you mind if I watch this to my mum? And she's like, Oh, Kevin Smith. And she was like, Oh yeah, yeah. And brought and she's like, oh, I would marry Kevin Smith. Who wouldn't? Well, yeah, so I'm putting that out there. My mum wants Isn't to marry Kevin that's Smith. That's um, But he is. He's just so charismatic. I know. It's because he's just funny and natural. He's and nice. He's, yeah. You know, like I said, he he's so definitely changed over the years, though. I mean, I've, you've seen with some of the, some of the stand-up, not stand-up, but like the Q&As, and yeah. he was a bit like a bit of a dick. Like a maybe like arrogant. 2002-ish. Like, yeah. And even with Kevin Smith, you see them? A bit arrogant, yeah. Mm. Just constantly smoking cigarettes and just yeah. like, yeah. Like, like, doesn't want to be there. And he did, yeah. But then... Now he's just like, oh yeah. But I think he's got a lot more freedom to do the things he, like the, the, the Fat Man on Batman, mm. you know, smart cast. I mean, they're all his things. He's in control. I don't think he likes doing things where he isn't in charge, you know? Yeah. But and like I said, because he's so passionate about things, like I, I, I can watch his review of a film that, like maybe a film that wasn't quite for me. Yeah. But he puts it's like so an hour much long, into hour his long review. And you're just like, yeah, I can listen to this one. I'm right. like, oh, so good. Do you mean I'm like, Burst into tears and oh yeah, he cries a lot, doesn't he? Like yeah. watching the Flash and stuff. Like yeah, I mean, like I, I like the Flash. Yeah, but it hits me nowhere near as hard as it clearly hits Kevin Smith. No, but I love watching him talk but it's about it. It's because he's like he's a bit older as well, so he's grown up more yeah. with those characters uh, well, at a certain uh, yeah certain time. Like, I mean, like you know, he back. he was he was he was like the right age for when yeah. comics were pretty much absolutely like to go back to Transformers uh, like when the, the newest Bumblebee film come out and. There's this, that scene at the start where you see all the, uh, the Generation 1 Transformers. Yeah. Uh, and you see RC, who is, like, the female Transformer, who's, like, man, she is, like, one of my absolute favourite characters. And that was the first time ever in a film where I just I just lost my mind. You see her for, like, two seconds, just yeah. goes over, and I was like, oh, fuck, man, RC is there. And that film just continues through, like, fucking sound wave, shock wave, just amazing Transformers how they should look mm-hmm. and I was so emotional like I'd waited fucking 20 years for that just, just to see that yeah and so I can't imagine like for Kevin Smith I mean was he like in his 50s maybe 40s 50s he's um, he's f- oh I think he's f- 49 in August so there you are. <laughs> he's waited like 40 years to see these things yeah I mean I, I was so emotional after 20 years seeing the Transformers exactly. so for him to see all these this amazing, like, dare I say, renaissance of the the comic era, like golden yeah. age of Marvel, 
cinema. I swear it'd be like on on Tuesday. Well, I play back match it tomorrow or tonight. Yeah. Might actually go and watch it. Uh, Spider Man finally get to see Mysterio on the, on the screen. Absolutely. He's my favorite fucking character. The last screen, like it's I'm, just like he, you uh, haven't waited anywhere near as long as no, no, Smith have. No, so any, like, no, any. I, I, I get it. As as a fanboy, and we've got I years to go it. of all this shit. Like he's exactly. he's still got years to go. He's got fi- maybe he kind of like fifty years left of his life to. to yeah, like like f- for me, we got se- we got I'd seventy like years to see, I, to see shit. Yeah, I'd love to see a Darth Revan film from Star Wars: The Old Republic. Yeah. Man, if they'd done a Darth Revan trilogy, like if I was forty and they released Darth Revan, I don't care. I go that cinema and cry. All you I can do, cry. Write an outline, go and try and pitch it. <laughs> Just fucking do it. And oh, the fucking and the. Uh, I would do it Universal Monsters as well. Yeah, get the Universal Monsters going. Universal, the, the, the shout out. Let me write Phantom of the Opera. Maybe do Hunt for Back of Notre Dame. We'll nail it. I'll fix your Dark Universe. I'll do it for free. I'll do it for free. <laughs> but it'll be retitled, not Dark Universe. Yeah, we're not calling Universal it Dark Monsters. Universe. Yeah. The OG. Yeah. Ma- let me so be your Kevin Feige. Yeah. The Kevin Feige of Universal. Yeah. Yeah. Nail it, man. I don't think I can do anything like that. I don't think I can probably work on a franchise. If I ha- if I had to pick one comic book adaptation, two, and it's already been done, Sin City, that'd be mine. Sin City be good. But or like any any some sort of Daredevil, like I like, but like I know now the Netflix show was fucking amazing, and um, it's a shame that it's gone because that was. I don't know. I'm conflicted with the Netflix shows because I, I think they're a bit too long. I think they're about three episodes too long, all of them. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. I think yeah, I think they tend to dip in the middle a bit. Um, I didn't like the last series of Daredevil. I love. I didn't I watch love it. I haven't watched it. Oh I I I keep wet watching one. I watched Daredevil one when it came out. Um, and then season two it took me ages to watch Jessica Jones. Like well, once, once I watched Jessica the episode, Jones though, like a slog, like say, it, it was like a bit of a slog. Dips in the middle. Like I haven't watched the latest series. Yeah, I just Iron Fist was. I didn't mind Iron Fist actually. I liked the. Uh, um, the casting choice it. was good. It's just it was a bit poorly written and. Um, I remember. A bit flat as well. IGN, specifically, I think it was uh, Daniel Cooper. Mentioned that like Dan Stevens should be Iron Fist, mm. and they tried to start hashed out Fist Dan Stevens. Yeah, and I thought he would have made an amazing Iron Fist, uh, but Legion is great, and so there's that. <laughs> oh yeah, he no, he would have made it. Yeah, he would have made amazing fucking. I keep forgetting. I think Dan Stevens. I just think Booty the Beast. Yeah, he, he I play, don't like Booty the Beast. I, I don't like that film. I never seen much. it, but I can just all I can picture is like he's bigger in my mind, like he's more buff, like yeah. like a Zachary Levi kind of thing. And Shazam. Oh, but he he is a perfect casting, though, isn't he? For he was phenomenal. I'd never heard of him before it. He was in Thor and one. Uh, no, you think he was in Thor, uh, two and three? He took over for um, Thandriel. Thandriel, yeah. And then just got yeah, fucking wiped right, out yeah. in like, the first yeah. ten minutes. Oh god, yeah, yeah. Um, but I started watching like, and when they released the thing of the suit, I thought, oh no, this is. Not good because it looks it looked extremely padded and like maybe yeah. CGI. Uh, but then I started watching loads of like press junkets and stuff with him, mm-hmm. and just seeing him with the two kids, it, it felt so natural. I mean, it was like he was a kid himself. And I was like, oh, I'm yeah. up for this. Did you watch Sam? I watched it. Um, it's all right. It's not like it's not perfect. I feel like they just. All right. I feel like Mark Strong wasn't the right choice. 
I feel like he's just constantly playing villains, like, yeah, you know, kick-ass. Yeah, he's typecast now. Yeah, he's typecast as fuck. He's a great actor. Oh, yeah. I, he was great Strong's in Kingsman. I loved him in Kingsman. Yeah. Oh, like, you know, he's one of those comic. actors where he has great roles, like uh, Kick-Ass. Yeah, he was so good in yeah, Kick-Ass. Yeah. Oh, Kick-Ass 2, though. Brilliant. Yeah, nip that, nip that. Can't do that one. <laughs> <laughs> it's just because they got rid of fucking Evan Peters as well. Yeah. That's a weird... I wonder. I, I, kind of I wonder whose decision that was. Like, was that um, him? I think he might have done it for. Um, was next? Didn't first class come out about the same time as two? I thought it might be an uh, American Horror Story might have been taken over because obviously that's that's, really that takes a few months to shoot for himself. It? Yeah, because the other guy in it, I don't know the actor's name, but my glasses. Clark Duke. Hot tub time machine, and he's in Super Bad as well. He's in like uh, a second. Yeah, he, yeah. From all that, he's fucking like in every shot. When yeah. they get to the house party, he's, he's always like in the background. Yeah, it, and yeah. they mention that on the commentary. They're like, "Oh yeah, he's just standing there." Like, oh, man. there's a really good film I forgot about with him in Sex Drive. Yeah, Sex Drive. Yeah. Um, Seth Green is like an Amish person. Yeah, I seen oh, that. Man, that film is so good. Seth Green owns that film. He's like a mechanic in it. It's so funny. He's so like dry and sarcastic. Yeah. It's a really good film. I like that. Yeah, that's, under, that's quite underrated. Like, it's not, yeah. a, not the best film, but it's like. Uh, it's, it's a great film. It, it's, man. it's fucking funny. Yeah, it's one of those films where I, I don't care like if it's got like two percent on Rotten Tomatoes. It, yeah, it's just great. It's so no, because it's, it's always films like that. Like Helen Kumar is not very highly rated, and apart from the third one, which is <laughs> <laughs> weird. Yeah, I just it's the 3D aspect and the the killing of Santa Claus with a shotgun. Like besides that though, it was a, it was a great film. Can't beat Guantanamo Bay though. That's that's the best. Uh, what's going on? Bill and, new Bill and Ted. Bill and Ted, yeah. Oh, filming, like this week, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm so glad they've been saying that for like ten years. Making new Bill and Ted, and oh man, I fucking love that. Uh, back to Chase Stay. Um, yeah, I know it's been. So we've well, got like ten minutes left. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Skip uh, through three long scenes. That's pretty yeah, much what the whole entire boring. act three <laughs> is. It's three fucking scenes, four maybe. Yeah. Of them just talking. Uh, so right now, uh, he's wants to do the threesome with Banky. Lister and himself. Uh, this is something that made me think when I was watching it because I, I first watched this film and I was like, "This is this is the naive idea about him, though, isn't it?" Yeah, and I mean, I, I've never thought about like fucking three sums, four sums, all mm. that stuff. But the point that she makes is really interesting, where she's like, "What if I'm different, make different noises with him than you?" And it's like, "Yeah, I've never thought about that." And it's like, "Fuck, man." As she's saying right now, yes, it'd be suspicious. And yeah. Like, you know, what if his dick's bigger? And, uh, I don't yeah, know. <laughs> it's, it's not something I thought about. She's I'm got like, a point, oh, though. She's got yeah, a point. No, I mean, right. yeah. he's stupid to think that that's going to fix it. Like, yeah, exactly. That proves, proves the point of his character. He's absolutely ridiculous. Absolutely fucking stupid, isn't he? Like, the more I think about it now, the more I'm like, I know I dislike him. That's, yeah, that's what I, I can't I, help yeah. it. I want to like him. I just can't. I've, that's me. I've never thought of that. Like, I've, I just kind of thought, like, oh. I've always know. just clinged to her, but because I, I, I respect her so much because she's just so... Yeah. And then obviously Ban- Banky's great because he's just funny yeah. as fuck. And I then never think about Holden. Holden's like, just like, oh, he's just a brutal Now we're sitting there analysing it. That's me. I'm like, oh, he's really unlikable. He's yeah. not a good character. Like, he's a good character, but I don't think he's a likable character. Yeah. That's not a problem. No, no, I think it's meant to be that way. Because like you said, a part of it might be just because it's Ben Affleck and that's just sort of the vibe you get. Yeah. But he does nail the role, though. Because yeah. I don't like, I don't hate Ben Affleck. Yeah. But he's done some films. I'd hate him in Days and Confused. He's such a dick. That's he's one of those actors where I, I just I uh, I don't know how I feel about like he, he's very he's also he's also a dickhead in uh, J- Jersey Girl. Yeah. Until like maybe even the, even the midpoint, he's still a bit of a fucking asshole. It, it, it's like going back to Ricky Gervais a little bit. It's like it's like the problem I think he had with him. I think 
like when the office come out like before the office mm. he was doing uh, the 11 o'clock show yeah where he was playing a news presenter who was a complete like asshole he was just like so culturally in- inappropriate you know what I mean like yeah I think people thought that was him and I think some people find it hard to separate like He's 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 a, he's a little bit like that though, and he like, but he's just because yeah. he's, he's like, I'm rich, I don't give a fuck, and like, it's like fair play, mate. You worked hard, so you, you, yeah. yeah, you deserve that shit. And I think that's the thing with Ben Affleck, where like, he's played some fucking dirtbag roles, where it's hard to separate him as a person from his roles. Yeah, and, and also I mean, his, his public public life as well, yeah, which just doesn't yeah, help. I mean, him. there's a bit of a bubble around him that I think. Gotta say, it she, creates she, an atmosphere that makes people not want to like him. Yeah. Which I get because yeah. this is a it's not her last scene, is it? Oh man, see, I can't imagine anyone else playing this role apart from her. No, it's, it's she that. is the perfect yeah. casting. Last thing that I, I completely lock over her. I saw because she because she was written it was so written much. for her. That's why. Yeah. I'm pr- actually I just realised that I think she leaves to the wrong door. Yeah, she, she goes. For she that goes for the fucking bedroom. That's his bedroom. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then he follows her. Yeah. <laughs> I just noticed that. I, th- I think. Well. Well. Good to know. Spotted, yeah. Wrong door. What's that one say? Here lies Dick Boyd. Never noticed that before. I'm guessing that's Holt. That fucking table, man. That would make me so paranoid. The table's made out of... Uh, one year... Not right. We stop here. One year late. I, I hate when people do that. Really? I can't stand it. Like, it, I, I, can, I can excuse it in Endgame. Yeah. But only because they've built up so much of this time and like, they can get away with it because obviously they've had like things set in the Did 40s they, and the 90s yeah. and stuff. I don't know. Also, I like the way he's wearing. Isn't that like the cap he wears in My Name Is Earl? Ah uh, man, I watched My Name Is Earl for ages. And that's Ethan Suplee as well, who also plays. Isn't it? I haven't seen the show at all. I just, I just, really? I just, yeah, no nah. weird facts about shit. He used to be on uh, E4, I think. Mm. If it, yeah, he. I know. Is he, I think he, does he play his brother or his friend or something? I don't know. He's in a lot. He's because he's the boat guy, isn't he? He's the boat guy. Yeah. He's a, he's a more for Wall Street. Yeah. He's like fucking like buffing that as well. He's one of those people where he pops up with loads of things and you're like, oh, what's he from? Yeah. I and mean, he just rambles on, doesn't he? Like, yeah, he's just like, like man, I'm listening to you, man. I'm just baby Dave. I mean, it feels awkward because like... Batman is a... Did I say Batman is a pussy? <laughs> <laughs> like, he seems like when he's talking to him, he seems like he just does not want to be there, Banky. No. Which makes me wonder if he's like... Because he's not partnered with Holden anymore. Yeah. Uh, like I said, his world, whole world is connected to Holden. It's like he's just lost his passion for his mm-hmm. work now. Holden's not with him because you can see it here that he just. I just don't get why they they just don't become like yeah. Like bat, I don't like understand what, how they fall. Like I get the, I get the Alyssa Holden thing. You know, that that's ended, but like they have such a big past, like twenty yeah, odd like years of being friends, right? Suddenly, and then he's just like, nah. Yeah, like and they don't even touch upon. They didn't mention it in James Island. I really, really hope that one of them turns up in the reboot, just for the sake of ending their story. I want to know if they um, reconnected. I, mean, I think they like uh, they try to flesh out more in uh, Jane Silent Bob, like where it's to do with the rights. I, they mention it in this as well, but I don't know. Like you say, it just feels a bit abrupt. Like it, there's no reason for their friendship to really end. Yeah. Oh, so say Viva Scoot Comics. Yeah. On the th- ah, see, didn't notice that. And her hair's different, obviously. Yeah. Nice little... Uh, they must have known, like... I wonder if that's her girlfriend. Do they say? or? I don't know. I think so. Um, I think I think she's in the film earlier on, mind. As, like, yeah. just one of her friends. Yeah. 
she must know going like appearing at this Comic Con, she's probably gonna bump into him. Surely. Yeah. Surely. I mean, I mean, she's she's did she say she's already read the comic as well? Like she says it now, and he he chucks it. No, he chucks it to her. Yeah. I'm like, no, yeah, no, no. Yeah, he's read her comic. Yeah. I mean, I'd be a little pissed. Oh yeah. <laughs> Someone wrote a comic fair, about my though, sexual exploits. Everything I've written is based on true experiences yeah. I've had. So, and I'm, I I like I write characters. That are literally people I know, even got the same name when I'm writing them, just so I can't be able to change it. Yeah, just to, like I said, it's just easier then. So like, I get people can be pissed, but if you put them in a different light, I mean, like that, I can't imagine he. I mean, it's not. It's not exactly writing a person. It's writing like the spirit of the person. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah, like it's their essence. Yeah, I don't know. I'd be, I, I, I'd be curious to see if anyone ever uh, would write something based on me and how I'm perceived. Like yeah, to see how other people perceive it. Yeah, yeah. It's probably yeah. I don't want to read <laughs> it might that. Might not be a good idea. Yeah. I, I wonder how much detail he goes into in that comic. Like, oh, oh she got finger yeah. cuff. Finger cuff. Yeah. Like, oh, that would, like, that would, that would me, piss that me would off. Be, yeah. Oh no. I think they might. I think he did do a chasing Amy. Come on, the line. Uh, yeah, um, they, I think they like to, to to not coincide with this. I think it was released years later. Mm. But that'd be fucking if it, if it does exist, that'd be amazing. I'd read that. Yeah, like I said, just I just want to see if he goes into the details about her like past. Yeah. Like I because that would that would really annoy me. I'd be I wouldn't be annoyed if someone wrote about me, but if they wrote like intimate details like that, that would yeah. piss me off. The me- I like the meta aspect of this film as well. Mm. You know, the fact that it's named after the comic book he writes, which isn't yeah. That's another thing. And it's like just a throw, not like a throw anything, but it's just like a small monologue. I've done stuff like that before. See, like um, I've got this script about a screenwriter. Mm. And obviously he goes through this like breakup and he meets this girl and they kind of have this thing and like it goes well and he ends up writing about his breakup and his experience is really meta. But I haven't experienced that so like yeah, I, yeah, I, haven't, I haven't really written it because I'm like, oh, I'm maybe like that's not for another time. Things, I mean, like, yeah. yeah, but it's it's pretty much based on this. Like I t- this is the main inspiration for her and the whole like meta aspect of the name the comic book after the, mm-hmm. the film. And I think that's where the filming comes from. Because it wouldn't be called chasing unless I would it. That no. wouldn't be well, that's catchy. Like, it goes back to what I was saying. Like when I was watching, it, my mum's like, "Is that Amy? Is that Amy?" It's yeah. Like, all the way through this film, like, well, what's Amy then? What's, what's the Amy is Holden's middle name. Yeah. And then obviously Kevin Smith delivers that sort of monologue, and it's it's emotional. Yeah. Like, ah, and that's when he gets the influence. Yeah, and then when the car comes, it like brings. That's the good thing, right? That's that's yeah. I'm trying to find that aspect, like, where is he going to get the idea to write this comic book? And I think it's for that monologue with with Kevin. Little, yeah. yeah. And that's it's, it's the concept. It's chasing Amy. Amy isn't a name. Amy's a concept. Yeah. She's the concept of uh, jealousy and mm. you know not being let go of people's pasts. And it, that's been the comic. Then brings it full circle. But he's realised now that uh, fuck it. Do you know, who cares what she's done? But it can never go the same because it's just ends course, isn't it? And I like that they don't get back together. I yeah. Like that. That's that's the. It's right really sad that him and. Panky don't know, like... Yeah, I think, I mean... Uh, outside of film, I think practicality, that's, I think, maybe probably filming schedule and things like yeah. that. And obviously they have to write it in to make it work, but... Yeah, it'd be nice to see them friends again. Oh, like, waitress is Scott Mosher's wife, I think. Mm. And Colin is Karen Smith's sister. See that? Take a look. It's an order of appearance as well. Yeah. Dwight D. Wolf Hooper. Uh, fantastic actor. Fantastic character. 
Oh, his name is actually Hooper then. Yeah. Okay. No first name. And you got all the X for Malcolm X, obviously. You yeah. Know. I thought his name. I thought it was just like his persona for the comic book. I thought he had like an actual name. Fuck. And I've seen this from like millions of times. Hooper must be like his surname and everything. Like yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well then. And that's Jason Amy. For as much as we actually. Yeah, actually talk about the film. <laughs> yeah. With our tangents there. Yeah. But overall, I, I just a great film. I love it. Like I, I mean, it's a perfect first film. Too, yeah, I think yeah, it's, my, it's my favorite film of all time. I, I wouldn't go that far. I mean, no, I, I don't know why. It's just it's my favorite Kevin Smith film. Absolutely, it's my film. absolutely. <laughs> but again, because like, it's one of those films where it, it also spoke to me. Do you mean like I, I understood like what it was trying to say? Yeah. Uh, like Jane, Tyler, and Bob. I don't think they sort of. I don't think there's a moral message so much in it. No, it's, it's just it's just a goofy yeah. kind of. Whereas, like, Chase and Amy... Uh, this is the most personal story, I think, from he's, it he's anyway. written in it. Yeah, do you mean, like, you can... And clicks. Absolutely, yeah. And same with Dogma, like, the, the opinions and uh, some of the thoughts and theories and about um, theology that are put across in Chase and Amy, there's things you can take from that film mm-hmm. and sit and think on, you know, they might change your opinions and things like that. Yeah. And that's what Chase and Amy, Amy does for me because... Like I said, it just made me a lot more considerate about why should we care about what people are doing or have done and things like that, you know? Yeah. I love how David Klein is, uh, let's say, for camera operator, steady camera operator, and second unit director. <laughs> Small crew. Small crew, yeah. Okay, again, that's just oh. how Kevin Smith works, I suppose. Fuck, I forgot this film is quite long, almost two hours long. Yeah. yeah. But it, it, that's been a lot happens. In mm-hmm. a short period of time, uh, but yeah, yeah, definitely my favorite Kevin Smith film. Uh, I wouldn't go as far as to say it's my favorite film of all time. Um, I mean, it, it what would you say is your favorite film though? I, I want to, it's very hard because I want to say, like, obviously, Star Wars is a huge, huge part of my life. Yeah, uh, Lord of the Rings again is another huge part of my life, uh, both the books and the films, but. I guess my favourite film of all time in terms of like what I've watched the most, yeah. other than, uh, like I said, Star Wars and Lord of the Rings, um, I really like Lion King. Lion love Lion King. Oh, my friend in work was saying, I, sa- I was asking her, oh, um, if I had to pick a film to talk about on a podcast, what would you pick? And she said The Lion King. Uh, man, I, I, and I was like, well, that's I love just... Lion King. I think Lion King's amazing. Do you know what? I think I've only seen The Lion King once, so we uh, should I do love that. It. I love it. Yeah, definitely do Lion King. Um, why not? I okay. I love it so much. I even watched like Just do every Disney film. Yeah, God, yeah. <laughs> there was a whole like thing about because uh, it's a kind of a rip off of a, like a Japanese anime called Kimba. Yeah. I watched that and it's it, it is a bit of a rip off of that, but Lion King is just phenomenal. Are you gonna watch the new one when it comes out? Absolutely. Yeah, I'm very excited for it. Um, James Earl Jones is Mufasa again as well. That was my uh, biggest thing. I was like, there's no reason to not have... Mm. That Mufasa and his it, voice it, is just so iconic. It would be criminal. Oh, I'm excited, man. I'm excited for Seth Rogen and Billy Eichner playing... Uh, That's a, a fantastic casting choice. Uh, is Chadwick Boseman, is he Simba? Or am I wrong? No, Donald Glover's uh, Simba. That's, it, yeah. That's a great choice. Um, Beyonce is Nala. Nala. I think Idris Elba Scar, maybe? No. I, I want... I don't know. I... He'd be great as Scar. Yeah, though. I mean, like I said, I wanted Mufa- uh, James Earl Jones brought back Mufasa. So that was like 
a that's the only thing, yeah. And John Favreau's directing, which exactly. I mean, uh, Jungle Book was not amazing. Uh, that's really good. So that game. I think it, I think it looked good. It's just I would have liked Jeremy Irons to be Scar again, but that's just me. I mean, I'm sure whoever is is gonna nail it. I think it's his. Ooh, Chad, James and Bob with a turning dogma. Promise. That's a really sh- that's a really short uh, credit sequence as well. Right, yeah, it's a small. But like I said, it's a lot of the same people worked on across things. Uh, but yeah, Lion King. Uh, I I love the original 1986 Transformers. That film mm-hmm. changed my life. That was the first DVD I ever owned. Uh, I got like a DVD player and that film for my birthday, and it just fucking changed my world. Yeah. Um. I don't know. There's a lot of good films out there. It's hard. Like uh, The Exorcist is up there for me. Hellraiser. Never seen The Exorcist, man. Oh, we gotta do Exorcist, man. Yeah, I'll do it. Oh, man. I haven't seen a l- too bad. I haven't seen a lot of films. Like I, it was only until maybe three months ago I watched The Godfather for the oh, first. No yeah, way. I know, I know, oh, I know. Man. I'm like, for for a film nerd, I'm very uh, yeah. My locked into my my, my ways. grandmother's like in love with Al Pacino. Oh, I, I can't, stand, can't stand him. Really? Can't oh, stand man, him. So Especially good. in The Godfather. He's such a fucking wetty. Like, I can't stand uh, him. Yeah, no, when he's at the start and he's like, all, like they try to keep him out of all the business. Yeah. He's like a soldier. I, yeah. One thing, I, um, I haven't seen part three. I, see, I saw part two. And part all, two I, all I wanted was part two opinion. to just be a straight prequel. Where? Yeah. I mean... I love I loved the, the Robert De Niro stuff, man. Yeah, it was the, the prequel part of the... Godfather Two is a lot better than the like present day stuff. Mm. I I do think Number Two is the better of. Oh, it's three, way better, yeah. But I think it ve- the, oh, the two I stuff is very. Then Marlon Brando though. Yeah, yeah, but like I said, I think the prequel very much carries Number Two. Um, but yeah, my nan's like in love with Al Pacino, and her favorite film of all time is like Scarface. Yeah. So I watched that with her, and I was. Really young, and that's when I went from, from Scarface to Godfather, fucking Kalito's Way, everything. You should check out. It's an awful. F- we should do it on this actually. It's an awful film. Yeah. Think like Howard the Duck by Dick Tracy. Okay. But Al Pacino's in it, and he won an Oscar for it. But the film is what bonkers. Uh, it's th- awful. But he won like an Oscar, and he is amazing in it. I don't want to bash films, but this uh, this this. this yeah, I want to see that. Oh man, it's, if you want an Oscar awful. for it, and if the films, are, I need no, to but see that's it. me. It's awful, but if you want an Oscar? It's insane. Like I couldn't believe it. And um, Madonna's in it. It's it's bonkers. That's the one we should definitely do. That's oh, hands really down. Good. But yeah, what was what about you? Top five? Do you have a top five? Um. Yeah, chasing Amy. Um, Taxi Driver. Taxi's good. It's yeah. Fucking awesome. Um. Ooh. It's hard, isn't it? Knocked up, yeah, yeah. I do oh, love. I like, uh, I, yeah. I, I'm weird. Like I like things like that. And then uh, Drinking Buddies, uh, Joe Swanberg film, mm. like a m- m- mumblecore yeah, they call it. That. It's really good. Um, and and his new f- his newer film, Win It All. They're my top five. That's five. Yeah, That's no, I don't. Uh, <laughs> like Lion King, uh, Transformers, three. Um, oh man, it's right. John Wick. I really John like the John Wick. Oh, John Wick. I haven't seen number three. I haven't seen it yet, no. But John Wick is phenomenal. Like, those films are incredible. Like that's what I want from a Transformers film. I want a John Wick Transformers film with hot rods just on Cybertron, just yeah. wrecking bots, man. Just go through them. See, that's uh, the thing. Like they could do what they did with the new Godzilla and just have it be 
bots fighting each other rather exactly. than like stop focusing us on the fucking. I humans. don't think we need humans in it. Don't like, need humans. I wouldn't mind like one or two on Cybertron, like uh, like Spike used to be and Daniel. Yeah. Uh, but but they focus that, too much on that, and I think that's where it kind of just. But fucks like, on like, it. Bumblebee is fine. I mean, like I said, it's. I think Bumblebee is it's very much lifted by the poor quality of the other films. Yeah. But it is. Such and maybe because they focus on Bumblebee as well, rather than yeah, like. I mean, Bumblebee made me cry. Like, few, uh, there's a very ha- handful of films that made me cry, but Bumblebee made me cry because, it, like, you know how much I love my dogs. I'm a very yeah. big, 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 big dog person, and the relationship between Bumblebee and her, mm-hmm. like I said, it, it was like a girl and her pet. Mm-hmm. And I felt that so much because like that was me and Ace. Yeah. And it, the film just absolutely like, made me cry because I just related to it so much. Uh, uh, this isn't in any order because I'm just I am got a clue. But John Wick is in there. Oh God, man! I look at my heart like this. <laughs> John Wick. Mm. There are so many good movies out there. I mean, I'm a big fan of musicals. Yeah. I, li- I like Phantom of the Opera stuff. Uh, Chinese cinema, Ip Man, have you seen the Ip Man trilogy? I've seen bits of With the Donnie first Yen. one. Yeah, oh man, Donnie they're Yen. subtitles. Those films are incredible. It, it, if you've never checked out Chinese cinema, man, the way they film fight scenes is, there's a lot to be learned. It's very John Wick-esque, but yeah. the Ip Man movies are incredible. Donnie Yen is fantastic. I think, I love him in Rogue One as well. Rogue mm. One is amazing. Uh, there's just way too many films I love, and Big Muppets fan, you know, I love Jim Henson stuff. Labyrinth, Dark Crystal, yeah. uh, all great films for me. Uh, very excited for the Dark Crystal series coming out. But is anyway. that the Amazon one? No? Uh, it's it? Netflix. Netflix. Amazon is doing Lord of the Rings series. Mm. That'll be uh, that's, that's gonna be that's gonna be interesting and, and tasty. That's, that's not uh, based on any of the actual books, is it? It's, it's, all it's not. It? But I well, I'm curious. I wonder because uh, they're it's doing like a prequel, isn't it? Isn't it like about they're doing. About I believe. I believe the belief at the minute is that they're doing it in the third age, mm-hmm. which would be incredible. Um, I mean, what I'd like to see for, is I'd like to see Morgoth. Yeah. Because Sauron is nothing compared to like the way Morgoth is built up in the books. And I would like to see that time of Middle-earth, like before Sauron and uh, like with the Silmarillion and stuff like that, you know? Yeah. I'd like them to adapt that because they, they could... Uh, I think I read that like each series is going to be a different thing. Like mm-hmm. they're not going to be a continuous story. I mean, there's I I don't think there's any way they can't do Baron and Luthien. I mean, I think they're going to have to touch on that. I mean, it's such a big part of Middle Earth's past. Yeah, they they've got to touch on it. So I think we'll definitely see some familiar themes from like the books. But I I'm not sure. I'm looking forward to that though. Yeah, maybe we'll see Tom Bombadil just fucking mess up Middle Earth. That'd be <laughs> pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's Jason Amy. And, and more, we're obviously, cause yeah, we've we've done done so I think right. we've covered Marvel, DC, Universal. I've applied for a job. <laughs> 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 yeah, I think we've covered a lot of things. I think it's been good. Yeah. And that's the first one. Done. Yeah. Done. So yeah. Signing off then. Done.